Coming up on Monkeys Took My Jetpack. Your baby's sitting in Seattle. We're fillers? There's a fist-sized hole in your neck. Just hit submit button <laughs> with my dying breath. If we can actually get into the house, we may actually find some people to fight so we can illustrate this. What the hell are you guys doing? She's right there. Huh? Next day on the Owing Glay all day. It's something here, and it's malevolent and powerful. Founder in the wall. From Team X-Ray, the reality series, we're interested in your supernatural encounter. We're professionals. That's what we do. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thank you for downloading Monkeys Took My Jetpack number 15. You've been extremely patient. If you've been waiting since issue number 14, you've been waiting for a while. It's uh, very late, and I apologize for that. Life just got in the way, and uh, I'm not going to make a list of excuses, because there's no point. The point is that I've fallen behind, and I'm going to do my best to catch up, so... Uh, in the meantime, we have another session of Bureau 13, and once again, we are joined by our guest GM, Ketimono, who was nice enough to come back. <laughs> he came back! And, uh, so, yeah, we have that for you. Um, I'm not gonna do too much of this talking thing, because I have a cold, and it's probably just as unpleasant to listen to me as it is for me to talk. So, we're gonna cut right to the chase. The cast this week includes Ketimono as our guest GM. Blind Geek, that would be me, as Daniel Jensen, Chris playing Richard Shaw, Josh playing Book Antiqua, Nikki playing Carmela O'Malley, and Pat playing Carl Caton. So without further ado, grab a cup, bottle, glass, or can of your favorite beverage, which in my case is going to be some orange juice, as I could use the vitamin C. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 15, Spookless in Seattle. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Am I coming through okay? Uh, better now. You sound like you're at the bottom of a tin can before. Weird. I wonder if... I have a new headset, and I'm still experimenting with the mic. So, ah. um, And unfortunately, I can't hear myself. So I'm going to have to rely on... Let me make sure my preferences are... It's better now than, I don't, than when you first came on there, but... Yeah, let me see. Hang on. Just to be on the safe side. There's Pat. Oh, or Adam in just a second here. Give me a second. Be on the external mic again. I think so, yeah. No, I'm on the internal mic, actually. Although now... That's what I meant. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's better. Okay, here we go. That's what I... Yeah. Don't quite sound quite so ominous and resonant. 
Yeah, and if it's too far away, let me know. I've got it positioned. <laughs> this thing's got a hell of a range. It's above my eyebrow because when I put it by my nose even, my peas kept popping the mic. So I'm <laughs> trying to get it far enough away where I can still be well heard, but it doesn't have cannon shots going off every time I, say, procrastinate or something. I'm hip. <laughs> okay, hang on, let me get Pat on here now that I have that cleared up. Hi there. Here comes Pat. Oh, hey. Howdy. Hey. Hi, Josh. How you doing? Eh, I continue. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's. He's getting into character early. No, <laughs> no. The past couple of days have been really ups and downs, and the being unemployed is finally starting to like eh, no longer quite be as fun, but. Sorry to hear it. Any prospects at all? Uh, I haven't really looked, to be honest. Uh, I've been working on other outside projects. And as far as I know, Nikki is still not on. Hi-ho. Hello. Hi-ho. It's off not... to Skype we go. How's everyone's week, last week? It was... All right. Good. Yeah. I can't complain. Yeah. Sure you yeah. can. I spent the week in Camino Island up here weekend. There's Nikki. You said a communal island? Camino Island. Oh. It's one of the islands in the Puget Sound. Spent the weekend there in a, in a cabin with no computers, just my cell phone with, with lousy self reception and just some friends and a good book. And uh, I really enjoyed myself. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, last time I went camping, I, I did not enjoy myself. So, <laughs> more power to you. I think a lot of that was to do with the people I was with. So, Pat, how's it going? <laughs> hey, it's going fantastic. It's getting better by the moment. Had a great week. Good. Yeah. Talked to my grandson. He wants me to read a book with him, so I'm going to do that. Grandson, get out of here. <laughs> Seriously. He's, I think, something like 11 or 12 years old because I'm a good grandfather. What kind of book does he want you to read to him? No, not read to him. Read with him. Uh, Found, I think it's a young adult sci-fi fantasy adventure type book. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it's in my queue to read. So I picked wow. up Dragon Age. The video game or the uh, yeah, role play? It's pretty good. I've had to drop out of my Dragon Age game with uh, with uh, BizLab and them on Sundays just because what work I have been getting has almost always been on Sundays. <laughs> it's like, oh. That's not a bad game. It's very D&D-ish. It is very old school in that regard, yeah. And I like it. And PDQ-ish. Simplicity. Yeah, it's really simple. It does a good job of capturing the, the feel of the computer game, too, I think, in play. I really like the dragon die. Yeah, that's neat. I dig that. Yeah. So, and stunts. What's that mechanic? Uh, you roll 3d6 to do everything, and one of the d6 is off-colored. If you roll doubles on any of the dice, then the dragon die comes into effect, which means that uh, and the dragon die, whatever number comes up on it, that generates stunt points that you can use the spend to do cool things. Like instead of just hitting a guy with a sword, you can knock him down prone with stunt points. Yeah, or disarm him, or threaten his buddies, or any number of things. Do extra damage. It's pretty cool. Buy him a beer. Whatever. Huh. Yeah, I bought the uh, box one set. Box 2 set is an open playtest right now. It was supposed to have come out last year, and that Hello. Kind of didn't happen. I am not on Skype right now. Okay, what the hell? <laughs> Tell her to turn off Power Grandma. Power yeah. Grandma. Thank you. 
And then I bought the uh, GM screen. I didn't get that. And then I bought the, uh, they had a, like a three adventure expansion thing. Well, that's cool. Okay. Yeah, I, We're off to I didn't get any of the expansion stuff at all. We're off to a good start. Oh. How about that? Cost me about 40 bucks. Hey, look at that. Yay. There she is. Hey. Do you know what the problem was? Boy, is my face red. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently you can mute your microphone with Power Grammo. Who the hell knew? <laughs> Hello. 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 Are y'all going to do the three stooges? Hello. 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 Okay. John, I was catching up on the TriTac Games podcast. Yep. And I got to say, this last episode with Jess Hartley, wow, that was awesome. Yep. And we had fun. <laughs> you guys are much more disciplined so than awesome. we are. <laughs> ah, we just got a good editor. <laughs> the good ship ADD sails many times off, of course. No, it's not that. You never talk, o- or it seems like you hardly ever talk over each other. And as one who edits this podcast, I was just listening to it going, if that's editing, that's some damn fine editing because I've tried to minimize that on ours. And What are you talking about, Eric? <laughs> what are you suggesting? <laughs> oh, you see, you know what our secret you is? Never talk over each other. You want to hear it? Okay, no, 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 no. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> No, our secret is everyone records their side of the conversation, and then we send it to Bruce, and he puts them all together. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. Holy cats. No way, man. Yeah, I think I'll just I'll put up with the talking over. That would be just too damn time-consuming. As it is, I, I... Yeah. When I've done it as a favor for Bruce, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's getting things lining up. That's the real problem. Because even though everyone is recording their own side, and we're recording at the same frequency rate, for some reason, it's not the same. My check will go longer, our person's go shorter, and I didn't realize it's time delays yeah. through the system. Time takes for my voice to reach. Bruce will come back, he'll say three or four things. Where I listen to the all-in-one track, I'll hear that he's over-talking somebody, but I see up on the other track, he's not over-talking somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I got to see all four sides of a conversation and realized that it was being heard four different ways by everybody. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, getting your characters in. It's an interesting reading. Yeah, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My background was taken from the, quote, real-life exploits of Bill Hicks and Grant Morrison. Mm. Bill so, Hicks got taken aboard a UFO and taught the meaning of the universe after taking a heroic dose of psychosiblin mushrooms in Arizona. That couldn't have had anything to do with it. Well, he stopped doing drugs after that. He said after being on board a UFO, really hard to top that. <laughs> That's not the guy that Scott Bakula played in Fire in the Sky, is it? No, no. Bill Hicks was a very influential stand-up comic who is sadly dead and has been for some time. Uh, Died bitter and angry. The way yeah. he lived. And uh, <laughs> he's basically the guy who Dennis Leary stole his act from. Yeah. Uh, and then Dennis Grant Morrison. Bitter and angry, though. No. Yeah. Grant Morrison's a uh, fever genius comic book writer who had a uh, alien encounter in uh, Sri Lanka. I want to say he's also a practicing magician, as well as writing the best Superman stories I've ever read. Does he he's also an... engage in psychedelic? Uh... He didn't until he was already crazy and nuts. <laughs> he turned thirty-something and decided to start doing all the things he never did. 
There's a documentary about Grant Morrison called Walking with Gods, which is not on Netflix, unfortunately. That's uh, mm. incredible. Mm. Like I said, he really does write the best superhero stories I've read in you know the modern age. Because yeah. he loves superheroes, and he doesn't go for the whole, we're going to make superheroes dark and gritty. He's like, no, the world's already dark and gritty. I don't want to bring the real world into superheroes. I want to bring superheroes into the real world. They're the last great thing humans have created, you know, mythically. So don't ruin it. Good philosophy. But That's the way it should be. It's like, look, Superman is saving the planet because he's Superman, and he does it, and he loves you. Now I'm intrigued so, that I can't read comic books. Damn you, Josh. <laughs> uh, like you can find the uh, Walking of Gods. No, it's a I, mean, really... I want to read the superhero story. Oh yeah, uh, All Star Superman is an incredible series, and they made a yeah. eh, okay cartoon out of it. So, uh, yeah, they made Grant Morrison, Bill Hicks, and then the men who stare at goats. That's the character. There you go. Hey, probably you were asking, Eric, but how, how, how complete is your blindness? Complete as you can get. I have yeah. prosthetic okay. eyes, so. Ah. <laughs> and not the cool kind that make you see, like. Not like Jordy? Not like Jordy or Steve Austin. Mine are defective. He's saying next guys. convention you go to, you have to put D20s in those things. <laughs> <laughs> or at least magic eight balls. They will remember you. Yeah. Flames. Yeah, because yeah, I. Flames. I had an uncle who was blind, and uh, my dad has macular degeneration, so it's, it sort of runs in the family. Mm. But, uh, yeah, Josh, if they weren't so expensive, I would do it, but it's almost two grand per eye. I'm just saying, get so. D20s. Dude, so yeah. worth it. With flames oh, shooting out. D20s and pop. Ow. That would be, <laughs> that would be extremely painful. <laughs> Well, do you feel good or do you want to make an impression? I mean, that's your choice to make. <laughs> I no. want to feel good. The impression can come from other things. No, you can I'm get wildfire for... contact lenses. Have you have you heard of those? Exactly. You can get the magic eight ball. You can get the little swirly, swirly bits. You can get flames. No, it's got to be a working magic eight ball. We want to shake his well, head. Working. <laughs> <laughs> shake my head really fast and see what comes up on the... Whenever, yeah, whenever your players ask you a question, well, let's find out. Or even better yet. With your friends, don't you? Actually, I'd be thinking, instead of get a pair of steel ball bearings about the right size. Give you that steely-eyed glare. Or if... Depending if you like to cut, if you're into, into into anime, you can also get the uh, the Batu look. If you've seen Ghost in the Shell, which you haven't seen, I haven't seen it, but not for the reasons that you're probably thinking. I'm a huge movie collector. I, I have vast quantities of DVDs, and and now I get to rebuy many of them on Blu-ray. Thank you, corporate America. Freaking technology. Yeah, exactly. Never but, do for us. <laughs> I'm being very selective about Blu-rays, though, unless the sound is going to be because there is a big difference in sound from uh, Blu-ray to DVD. Although it's not what you would think. Action sequences are not the moments that make you go, wow. Action sequences, I'm sure they're still, you know, they're recorded at the same frequency as the rest of the Blu-ray. But because there's so much noise in an action scene, that's not where you really notice the difference. The difference is when they're in a restaurant or something. And on the DVD, you can kind of hear You can hear the crunchy bits. You can. It's No, you can hear Like that, they're chewing? Yeah. No, well, not quite that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So that's but, good totally work. Yeah, it's almost that. I mean, there's, I forget what movie it is, but there's a scene where they're in a like a um, fast food restaurant, and you can actually hear somebody filling their drink 
in the background and it's like wow and when you play the dvd you can kind of hear that if you know what to listen for but in the blu-ray you don't have to listen for it it's just there how many you're playing from the masters then because a lot of stuff a lot of those scenes there's so much ambient noise it is redub everything including yeah. full work for, for the background sound so that means you got some good foley artists in those cases yeah yeah admirer of good foley work Anyway, good God, we ha- we better get on to feedback, or we're not going to have time to play John's one sheet. Yep. Yes, but I have to say one thing first, okay. because I'm so happy. Guess what? I got my way groovy original Josh Burnett t-shirt today. Oh, bum, sure. bum, bum. And it is just swelligant. That's all I have to say. Swelligant. <laughs> so, swelligant. So, Josh, fire up the silver Sharpie, and if and when I get to meet you at Gen Con, you're signing that bad boy. Oh, yeah. I have a silver Sharpie just for Okay, that then. So, and then I'm going to go over it with heat set rhinestones. Mm-hmm. There you so go. So make it a good signature. <laughs> So. I promise nothing. You've never seen my handwriting, but so. I'll make it an interesting signature. So anyway, there. I just wanted to say that because it's really cool. I really ought to. Okay, and now that gives me and, rationale to link my uh, Sodi store into the show notes. Thank you. There you go. You're welcome. As a bonus on the envelope, you get a Royal Mail stamp or two. Oh, really? I've not actually ordered any of those. I put them up for sale. I don't have any myself. For God's sake. Yes, well, they did. So, <laughs> but it came out, and it's terrific. Excellent. Okay. Do All we right, have little, feedback? We've got a little I bit. Send it. Yeah, there's not a whole there's lot. nothing on iTunes. Very sad. All right. We had quite the iTunes extravaganza last week. Is Chris going first? Why? Because you haven't said it in an awful long time. Use the voice, I know. Pat. I've been enjoying you guys. Be bossy at it, Pat. You're enjoying the fact that there's no static. You sound clear. There's, it's great. Beautiful. It's yeah, like but that cyborg every once in a while comes in. Uh, Pat, tell him to get hey, on with if, it. Hey, feel free to pick on me. If you have any suggestions of how I can alleviate that, then... Uh, <laughs> get a PC. Shut up. I knew that. Damn it all. Damn it all to hell. <laughs> Zing. Yeah, I knew. That was what he was going to say, and I almost said, shut up, I'm not getting a PC. And I didn't. Well, what, what century is your Mac? This century? I got it in 08. It's a little old, but... Mm. I got mine this year. Okay, so I'm reading. Yeah. This first one is from DG. This is in regards to episode 13, Here to See the King. Another nice episode, guys, and Nikki. Jarhead's settling in to the group nicely. He's like a dim-witted John Crichton. <laughs> Webster should have gotten in on the foot-stomping contest. He could have won easily. Josh, you may be trying to resist the Python influence, but it was very entertaining. The Badger King would have to be played by Terry Jones, the Goblin Guards by Palin and Idol. And though we haven't heard much from him, I'm already casting John Cleese as Die. Is that Fledder Moss? Yeah, the flutter mouse, the flying water mouse guy. Yeah, the the bat assassin. I'm assuming Batoichi. Yeah, swell. Thank you, but well, I have to say it is swell again, and I I just have, have one comment. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's nice episode, Nikki and crew. That as kind of like the proper <laughs> format. Just beating into the machine. I didn't read that. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, I was going to edit that for him, Nikki, because I know that's what he meant. But I thought, no, no, no. Let him stand on his own. He can defend himself now. <laughs> or herself, DG, I guess. I just, it, I don't I'm, know. I'm saying it in a kind and loving way. <laughs> this time. This time. First, right. first warning. <laughs> After that, well, the gloves come off. <laughs> Next one's from Guilt Blade. Hello, Guilt Blade. Is this one yours, Pat? No, go ahead. You started it. You s- oh, bugger. <laughs> did, didn't I? <laughs> like, wow. Nikki will announce the people, and then we can <laughs> yeah. Now she's been demoted. She was the feedback reader. Now she's just the feedback announcer. <laughs> like, what's this then it'd be like, Anna White, oh. I will... <laughs> Pulling up letters. And <laughs> pretend that I'm gesturing at our big giant screen TV with their names in bright lights. And Good. I will smile and gesture, and then you all can read. So this is from Guilt Blade. I'm smiling. You have to and yell gesturing. it. <laughs> I have to yell it? Oh, spell it or yell it? Yell it. He, yell he it. types it in all caps. This is not, oh, what he says. What he says is, warning, known to cause chronic cases of laughter, chest pains, failure to breathe, and distraction from reality. MTMJ, you need a warning label. Curse you, MTMJ. I curse you to never stop making such wonderful performances. <laughs> Thank you, Gilblade. Thank you, Gilblade. We will try not to. We don't have any plans on stopping anytime soon. Well, maybe next week, but... Oh, I'm not supposed to... <laughs> what? No, huh? nothing. Oh, oh, you didn't get the email. Oh. <clears throat> okay, the email so much. <laughs> Wait, is, there, re- is there really an email, or are you just... No, she's being well, Nikki. <laughs> Nikki, don't be Nikki. That's so easy. <laughs> You're so... You never know, because sometimes <laughs> she does have stupid life. <laughs> she lives a lot more than we do. Not Her this. life in the theater. Theater, darling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it has stories I could tell you, but I won't before. It's boring. No, go on. I remember when I was with the Royal Shakespearean Company. <laughs> Hi, diddle dee dee. <laughs> and that's just how we said hello. <laughs> Those were the days of real actors. Best one and all. Fabulous. It was all fabulous. Exactly. We used pear-shaped tones in our speech. <laughs> oh, God, that is my world. Anyway, um, <laughs> who's next? <laughs> who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Who's next? Eric. Oh. I guess it'd be Eric. Okay. Eric, you've got yeah. the mic. Okay. From Computer King. Yay, Computer King. Perhaps I should make my voice deep so I can... No, I'm not going to do A little more evil, please. (laughs) Go on. Perhaps I should make my voice deep so that I can read accurately. Yeah, that's good. Go ahead. (laughs) Evil salutations right back at you, Nikki. Oh, very nice. It's good to be back. Lots of fun this episode. Foot stomping. (laughs) Web slang. (laughs) Low spider, fire and destruction, and all the babies you can eat. (laughs) The adventures of Webster reminded me of running a Champions game wherein the player failed his intelligence roll and tried to sneak up on the other players. My statement to the others, you hear not one sound, but clearly see a black-clad ninja climbing down a white wall. (laughs) 
Ouch. <laughs> Is that a problem? <laughs> In an evil sort of way, of course. That's all I have to say. I am... <laughs> Next time I GM, I'm going to GM the entire game like this. And we'll just chortle through the whole thing. I'll be like that guy that does no trailers. Gonna say. Yeah, unfortunately that man passed on. No, not, I don't think Percy, what the hell's his last name? No, he had, he did pass on. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about Don DeLaFontaine. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, Don DeLaFontaine, yeah, he passed on. Yeah. The one that did, I'm thinking of the guy who did a lot. He doesn't do anything. Did he really, or is everybody, has they all passed? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did uh, a lot more trailers in the 70s and 80s than he does now. I've, I heard him in one a while back, and I can't remember what it was, but I was like, oh, my God, he's still doing it. Yeah. But he's very much the one who says like this. Uh, I think Pee Wee Herman should get that gig. <laughs> <laughs> Is Pee Wee Herman as Montaigne? <laughs> In a world where aliens invade the Earth, whoa! <laughs> I would watch that movie already. Just given on that in show. Hi, sweetheart. Hello. Oh, that mine too? Yeah. Oh, there you go. I want we one. Have I, 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 I want one. Whatever it is. I know. Sounds good. It's Mrs. Catamaran. If it's pizza, I want two. God, pizza sounds good. Yes, it does. Man. Have you had Domino's pizza since they changed the recipe? Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, me too. I didn't realize they changed the recipe. Might be worthwhile yeah, now. Sorry. 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 From us, you What'd you get? What'd you get? Huh? Huh? What'd you get? Tell us, tell us, tell us. Uh, let's see. I got a package from... Amazon.com. Oh, I love that. They're like Santa Claus all through the year. Oh, that What'd is, you it's get? not pizza. I think I know what it is. I think it's a uh, book I ordered on 19th century train stations. Hmm. Ooh. <laughs> okay. That's a lot me. more subject specific than I'd get into. <laughs> yeah. ah, what do you, you see in your likes list after you get something like that? If you like this, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? You do not want to. It's in my likes list. No, 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 no. No, no, it's actually, it's just a bit of a picture book, so. Ooh, uh, train tracks. Is it a pop-up book? <laughs> no, not pop-up. Basically, it's one of those exploded books. You know, they, they explode, you know. They show the <laughs> Rabbit tracks. Rabbit tracks. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sure it's quite lovely, but what'd you get us? Oh, my sterling persons. <laughs> well, there oh, <we> try <laughs> ask a question. <laughs> all right, <laughs> that's a question you don't want to answer to. Pizza's <laughs> also good next time, just so you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, actually, I'm next, aren't I? You are. You I are. is. Are, are we going to let him read this one? Yes. Oh, yeah, I did last time. <laughs> we know who gets the voice right. Under duress, I might have. go on. Then. Yeah. go Let's ahead. See. From Catamono. How, how would Webster talk? Well, since spiders breathe through spiracles in their abdomen, he'd be literally talking out his butt. <laughs> and Pat usually does. Yeah, and that's just so awesome. That is how... Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, 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 well, 
He also is sounding a bit wheezy. Hi. Oh, oh George, you're talking like a spider now. It may just be really short, punctuated consonants. <laughs> wheezy. <laughs> I got it, Eric. Thank you, thank you. Very silly. And I'm still working on the song. I am actually working on it, but I'm not happy with my vocals, so I'm going to have to re-record it again. Maybe you should all record it, and, and we could do backup vocals for you. Oh, my friends know the low spider. <laughs> the low spider is getting a little lighter. Then you go for like 20 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it for right now. If it wasn't for the damn time delay on Skype, that would have been really cool. Monkeys took my jetpack. The internet's answer to Michael Winslow. <laughs> With apologies to war. Yeah. Apologies to a lot of people. <laughs> Ma, I'm sorry. Dad, I'm sorry. I'll take the next one. We've got Awesome Adam 76. And Awesome Adam writes, Wow, this is officially my new favorite MTMJ issue. This was hilarious. I can't wait to see what happens next and how the whole Webster talking situation is going to work out. Kind of anxious to find out about that, too, if he talks at all, makes noise, or just remains like a Shields and Yarnell character. Oh, yeah. Remember I said... Yeah, you, you, out-referenced me there. Yeah, yeah. Awesome I, Adam's my favorite now. No disrespecting Pat. I just think <sighs> making him talk is, like I said on the forums, to me it's kind of taking the easy... Yeah, yeah, I don't want to give him a voice. I don't mind giving him a sound, like a coughing well, sound or something. That would be okay, just to get attention. But, well, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want him to... Because <laughs> well, you're you, nothing gets attention like a good hack. I just I don't want to give him Hollywood work. Studios have been following that sentiment for years. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> See, I can Take do more than just that puns. Hollywood. <laughs> Take, yeah. Take that Hollywood. Take that Hollywood. But yeah, you think, you know, like I said, you can also get that screenplay picked up now, Eric. No, that's okay. I gave up on that long ago. You can play like flutes or horns out your butt. Well, it's already I'm been established that he hits that occasion. Yeah, he does have a hiss, so... Yeah. Hiss and chitter. Yeah. You know, clacks the mandibles together. Yeah. That's it. I'll just get get a couple dice and... There you go. <laughs> there you go. He talks in Morse code. In Morse code. <laughs> no Morse code. It, it's the so thing. Yeah. yeah. He'd be a Morse dancer. No. <laughs> we don't have enough buckets and sticks for that. <laughs> Well, he could be at least four of the dancers by himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nikki. Josh's yes. turn. Oh, is it my turn? Well, yeah, I guess it would be. Go, Josh. From Frithkin. Hello, sir. Please do not let the fact that I am Australian in any way stop you or cause you to have second thoughts about playing your Australian character. Was it Boomerang Jack? I would love to hear his exploits. I well enjoyed, amongst a lot of other parts of this latest episode, the wee catch-up with what Goblin Dave is up to. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he's having a ball, being all piratical, etc. <laughs> Another thing that has been percolating in my mind for quite a while before bubbling to the surface is the sometimes small but no less significant part played by all the minor characters. Every one of them is great in their way. No. Like, 
Hear, hear. He's got that right. Yep. So speaketh Frithkin. Hurrah. Yeah, the, the, there, there was something about that little snippet of Goblin Dave. I don't know what it was, but I just, I love that as well. It was just like, ah! It's just so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yay! He's having such a good time. Woohoo! <laughs> himself being a pirate. <laughs> Hi, diddly D. <laughs> a pirate's life for me. When you're a professional pirate. <laughs> um, anywho. Swell. Well, thanks, Frithkin. Yeah. Glad you liked it. We thought it was funny. Who's next? I think Pat is. No, no, no. Has Eric read yet? I did. I read yeah, yes. he did. Then it must be back to Nikki We or Chris. Chris Pat, let us you go? Pat, you haven't read? Uh-huh. Yes, I did. I read Awesome Adam 76. Oh, well, okay then. Go on then, Chris. Now your turn, Nikki. Fine. From Wilhelm once upon a time. Because <laughs> I do like saying that. Oh, dear. So many wonderful parts to this episode. Issue, I mean. Issue, of course. Where to begin? I must say, I think Webster works just fine. So he won't be spewing disposition anytime soon. <laughs> so give him other things to do. The back and forth is your usual jaw-dropping, side-splitting fabulousness. Couldn't Thank single you. anyone out for best player if I tried. <laughs> Except for Nikki, of course. <laughs> he didn't say that, but I'm sure he meant it. One it thing, was there. Though. I took it out. <laughs> One thing, though. I'm not ignoring you. The goblins, dear God, Adana Yehovah Woden, the goblins. I'm sure I had actual people streaming on my face after that one. Also, the stuffed badger prints, creepy. Baby teeth only gets you so far. Stuffed kid, though, cute, but very creepy. Ah, uh, Kevin's not supposed to be creepy. Well, yeah. you have to admit, the idea of it is a little like me. So, so when he has growth spurts, do you actually knit a new body for him or what? <laughs> <laughs> It's a fairy tale. Fairy yeah, tale, thank, people. Thank you, thank you, Eric. You're welcome. It's a fairy tale. It's not real. What? <laughs> Nobody told me. Don't be yelling at our guest, Eric. I'm not yelling at her. What? Why <laughs> <laughs> well, can't have people over, Eric? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you leave your underwear out and your socks. God. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, Willem. That yes, was. Thank you. And it's all Josh, fabulous Josh. Well, it's a little help from us. It, uh, a lot of it comes from uh, listening to a lot of radio comedy and Monty Python, really, a lot of dialogue-based skits. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was great. Do you read really Terry Pratchett? I read a lot of Terry Pratchett, yeah. <laughs> there's, I was, I was there's, wondering a lot, there's a lot of Discworld in my version of Zoe. Yeah. We're not even going to start talking about the Pratchett man. That's territory <sighs> Pratchett to us. Yes, because then well, they, they get all. on my case because I've only read one Discworld book in its And entirety. you read the wrong one, and you won't listen to me about which one to try <laughs> next. God, <laughs> it's killing me. Which one are you telling him to move on to, Nikki? He needs to start with one of three, and he just won't listen to me. Well, you, started, to- you read Color of Magic, didn't you? No, no, that, that's what I want to start with. I haven't gotten around to it yet. I read no. Monsters you, Regiment or something like that. Man, don't read that one either. I mean, read it later, but not... Guard, guards, I listen to me. I'm the priestess of Pratchett. God damn it, I know of what I speak. Nikki, talk to everyone. Or Weird Sisters. You need one of those three, okay. and you will love him. You broke up through part of that. It was Guards, Guards, Weird Sisters, or what was the other one? Reaper Man. Oh, yeah. Reaper Man's good. Uh, Reaper Man. Gods, I would recommend. Which one? 
Small Gods? Not yet. You can yeah, use it, Small Gods yet. is a good standalone. It might not be a good example of Discworld, but it's a good... It's a, it's a great standalone, but no, no, I want him hooked, you see. Don't well, tell him. But so right. if he does bard guards or weird sisters, he will be ours. Or <laughs> one of the we free men. Those are, I want to just start from the beginning and work no! my way through. Oh, because oh, that's a great way to do it. That's a great way to do it, Nikki. <laughs> What's that? That's a great way to do it. You start at the beginning. You get to build with the series the same way he did. No. 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 That is not how you do it. No, no, no. So... You start with guards, guards, weird sisters, <laughs> or reaper man. <laughs> there are no stupid questions, but my opinion is wrong. <laughs> which, which is a broad yeah. one I started with, I think. <laughs> I've been pushing these books on people for 20-something years. Trust me on this. Well, Those are yeah. the three like the classic winners that make you go, oh, yes, I want to read more. Well, yeah, I think our library's about the same. I think I have every one of his books, too. I still haven't got a hat full of sky. What about about Hogfather? You should start Hogfather. That's a good one. No, no, no. No, right. Apparently we're all wrong. It really introduces characters you you, you really want to meet first before you run into him in Hogfather. Uh, That's that's why you either... People, what I have found, and I'm telling you, I've given away huge amounts of these books. Either they will fall for the guards and Sam Vimes, or fall for the witches and Granny Weatherwax. And the only reason I put Reaper Man in there is because I personally love death. And I love that story. Yes, death is really faboo. But guards, guards, or weird sisters are my first two choices for folk to try because you go, oh, this is great. And it's kind of a, there's enough little in-jokes still at that point about other sci-fi stories and all that make you giggle. And, uh, yeah, they're fa- and they're great stories. They're just great stories. Yeah, so I don't, you know, I, I don't think I've ever actually read Weird Sisters. And, uh, <laughs> Persecu- I, no, I, I, <laughs> Persecu- <laughs> well, no, it's just, I, I didn't read them in order. I just kind of grabbed whatever ones the library had, and then there's a lot of the earlier stuff I haven't read still, just because I haven't gotten now, Would you really want to get a whole... in is, order, and I'm current. I know I've read Guards, Guards, but I can't remember anything about it. And That's you the want... name of Merlin's left testicle. Did we get on this subject in the first place? John started well, I think it. you it's started okay. it. So... And I have to say, you, have to, you, you really have to read them in the original English. Not in the American English versions. John, you are a purist. Gotta be honest, the one I read was just eh. So I know, and I'm telling you, it wouldn't have been if you were a confirmed. I love Ratchet, and I didn't really care for Monstrous Regiment either, to be honest. So it had yeah. moments that I liked. I didn't think it was one of the the absolute best. My favorite Our ones. My favorite of the current ones is, is Thud. I love Thud. Yeah, love Thud. Really? And, uh, the, the one that yeah, I love Thud. I love any book. And going postal. I really enjoyed going postal. I did too. Yeah, going postal. I enjoy going postal too, especially when I can leave lots of carnage in my wake. <laughs> and uh, the one they just put out about football. Oh, oh. academicals. That one didn't move oh. me so much. I like that one. I like, I like the book. People did. You know, actually, so, I haven't. Small I haven't gods, got that one yet. One that Nikki nixed. I what? really enjoyed Small Gods. Yeah, I like Small Gods. No, Small Gods, it took me a while, but it, I've really grown to love it. I've yeah. read it and listened to it a lot. Okay, I read yeah. Strata. People, I'm reining us in. Good God, we can talk <laughs> about right. Pratchett for the hey, next five hours. To the Pratchett cast. I would like, <laughs> right. I have to, I would like to give I John more than two hours to play his damn one sheet. <laughs> the monkey took my clatch tower. <laughs> I, will, I will have to say my favorite character of all is the librarian. Ook. Well, <laughs> up librarian. 
Vimes. It's Sam Vimes and Captain Carrot. My See, favorite. I knew it. And I love the witches. I like grumpy anyway. guys like Captain Vimes. And Let's you get... know who I really love? Wait, nope, nope. You, I, I get to say too. It's I love momentum. Far There's no stopping it now. <laughs> the Last Hero. Did you guys read The Last Hero? Yeah, I did. Yeah. He oh. cried too. Uh, anyway. All right. So, okay. <laughs> Let's okay. steer the good ship ADD back into Ritland Bay. <laughs> you started it, John. You brought this on yourself. I just asked a little question. It's minor. takes around here. Hey, John, say something inaccurate about Star Trek. <laughs> Shut up, Josh. <laughs> Can we no. talk about the fucking death grip again? Because that there was- is no fucking death grip! <laughs> Says you. <laughs> That's the episode. Spock distinctly says there is no Vulcan death. God damn it, you people! Well, he's what? not gonna tell you. Just it's can't help himself. <laughs> Doesn't want to get me out. Okay, everyone, find your center and and breathe. <laughs> so this this one. <laughs> now that we're back on track. Oh shit, we have more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll go quick, but it's from A Hammer, which is swell. And it says, when you can't talk, you just have to use describing what you're doing more. Reactions to events can be you describing, i.e. Webster's eyes look down at the ground and one leg paws the ground in a small, I think you mean circle. Or Webster looks at the princess, his eyes get big and start to tear up. And then she has to pull out eight little hankies. Or 16. How many eyes do they have? They have many of them. Actually, eight? it'd be kind of funny if he just spun eight little hankies. Eight little quick, hankies. And then he just wiped his eyes, <laughs> them that was A Hammer's suggestion. Thank you, A Hammer. There, see A-hammer. how I did that? Thank Very you, nice. A Hammer. Thank Sorry, you. your post got obliterated in a sea of Pratchett dumb. <laughs> Pratchett. You Pratchett was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <crap. laughs> Center. 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 <laughs> that man's a knight of the realm, sir. <laughs> Dove Center. Hey, Chris, where'd Chris go through all of this? I'm here, but you know, I haven't read any Terry Pratchard, oh, and so sure. I just kept my mouth shut. Okay, belly up, Chris. This one's yours. Okay, from Copycat042. Yep. Thanks a lot, guys. I laughed huge belly laughs while listening, and now the people at the oil change place think I'm strange. <laughs> now, that's kind of funny because I listen to podcasts at oil change places, too. <laughs> And Holy crap, laugh. people. If you get any more entertaining, you will completely replace television for me. Woo! High praise Woo. indeed. Yeah, hey. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, we, we saved a lot of money. low praise for television. We're not sure which. <laughs> <laughs> Could go either way. Keep yeah. up the good work. P.S. Jeez, Josh, how the heck did you write such a rich story and plot for such a silly setting? <laughs> Yeah. Write a plot. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you, you see, you have a beginning, a midpoint, and an end, and you just hope. I basically don't. That. I just uh, okay. I'll actually tell you how I set up my games anymore these days. Uh, <laughs> barring more linear things like dungeon crawls, like D and D and all that, which does require some prep. But for most anything else that's all story based, I get a situation. Just like okay, here's what's going on right now. Here's who's doing what. Here's what's doing what. And if the players don't do anything, here's what would happen. And I come in armed with that and then set it up and just let the players change things, basically. 
So what you're saying, really, is that you provide a skeletal framework, and we do all the heavy lifting, and yeah. that's, that's also fabulous. No, yeah. I was, actually, <laughs> I was you, know, you know, I started doing that, and you know where I got that idea from? Quag's second edition. Uh, that helped a lot of that actually come from, uh, I got from Quags, I got bits from, uh, Full Light, Full Steam, I got bits from Dogs in the Vineyard. It comes from a lot of sources, but basically, yeah, I just set up, this is what's going on, this is what will happen when players do nothing, and then, yeah, I let the players do all the work. So. No, I know, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, you ripped it off, I'm saying, where I, I, I do, I've been Oh, no, I'm just saying, I'm, and, yeah. I, I'm agreeing with you and giving yeah. other sources. Yeah, that's that's where I first saw it. I've been meaning to check out Full Light, Full Steam. Mm. Yeah, I like all of those books are books people should buy, especially yeah. Quags. And try tat games. And try tat yeah, if you want. <laughs> well, if you want to for quags, you should check out uh, you know, the Leopard Woman of Venus. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's got mm-hmm. Leopard Women in it. It's on Venus. <laughs> what more can you And have? I think there's a promo for that on the MTMJ website, isn't there? MTMJetpack.com? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. MTMJetpack.com? <laughs> mtmjetpack.com Wow! <laughs> oh hell, mtmjetpack.com Finally. Yeah. It's not official until we get Eric to chime in on it. Well, I'm just trying to think what the hell we're going to have the monkey do when he gets pushed over the edge this week. Hello? It's becoming a tradition now. And now, a thought from Pat. <clears throat> That's your cue. <laughs> Comedy timing from Pat. (laughs) A thought from Pat. My favorite ice cream sundae is chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream with chocolate and marshmallow sauce. You Mm. devils, you. Yeah, that's how I maintain my girlish figure. (laughs) My big girlish figure. (laughs) Wow. All right, then. (laughs) Anyway, continuing on. (laughs) (laughs) And next up. Oh, it's probably me, and I have no idea where the hell we are. Fine, uh, skip for um, him. Stop. <laughs> Josh, go. Uh, da, 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 da. There we Episode 12 forum, shady business on the rise. From Grimpen. MonkeyCon, love it. Where do I sign up? <laughs> I've really been enjoying the Quags game, and Funkadelic Frankenstein is a hoot. Also a very good product you should pick up. I just broke down and bought some quags on RPG Now. See? Everyone's doing it. Excuse me while I go check it out. Thanks again, Jetpackless. You're welcome. Thank you, Grimpin. In all seriousness, Funky Frank is only a buck. It's actually under a buck. Is that all it's a bargain, eh? It's a bargain. We've got two more. Okay. We've got two I'll more. I'll take the next one. All right. Move this it along. Gamecaster. I seem to always read Computer King or Gamecaster when I read feedback. That's We've done it. Because they're your sock puppet, right? Yeah. <laughs> they're all his sock puppets, John. <laughs> now you're a sock puppet, too. <laughs> That's why it's so uncomfortable sitting down. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay, Gamecaster, otherwise known as Trevor. Moncon is MonkeyCon. If we play Quags, then I want to play M-Force with Ian as the GM. I'd like as... to see a Tunnels and Trolls game played as well. Otherwise, I am open for any other game, especially more indie games. Well, cool. All right, then. 
Um, See, I told you, Monkey Con is everybody's wish list. Oh there, no, you know? man! I, I, we're going to do something. We need to have a. Yeah. We need to get together and have a. Uh, a planning uh, session. Planning session I'll on it. So we can figure out exactly what we need to do to make that happen. Oh no! There's two more. I thought there was only one more. There's two more. Oh my god! But they're quick. Oh, they're quick. And I'll check the website to make sure we don't have them or the farm okay. site. Okay. Well, sure you're checking. Here's Wilhelm again. Wilhelm says, "Monkey Con sounds. What did I say before? Inspired, unhinged, but definitely inspired. Yeah, we think so too. We're not yeah. sure how to work it's it, a but it's brilliant cool. idea. And last up, last up, from Grimpen again. All right, fine. This will require a new thread, I expect, <laughs> before too long. So far, question one would seem to be, which VoIP client? Voice on IP. Thank you Over very IP. much. One of them. Which one of them? I don't know. We're sorting that out. We'll let you know when we know. How about that? Yeah. Lida. Lida, <laughs> <laughs> In a while, crocodile. Uh, so that's it. That's it. Unless Pat comes back with a fresh, hot, new... Actually, Get Joe 2 did put one up for episode 14. Surprise oh, crap. Yeah. Uh, he wow. just said, Get um, Joe, I'm sorry, Get to Joe says, the easiest fix is to remove the double arrow encoding for the double right angle brackets so you can try inserting your title instead of CDATA, open bracket, CDATA, open bracket, this is the title, <laughs> close bracket, close bracket. Not sure <laughs> if it. What the just hell? I'm assuming he's talking about the problem we had with our... Uh, our, our, our title on the RPG podcast.com. Oh, I've got those funny okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Get like, the Joe figured help. Like, that, that's not really feedback. <laughs> it's feedback. It's helpful. <laughs> Very helpful. Josh, that's on you because uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see, take any feedback we right can get. Now. Not working and all, so get on to it. Thank chop, you. Chop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah. playing, sir. You know I love you. Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> Maybe <right>. you should. <laughs> yeah, Eric. <laughs> Years. From Tri-Dad Games. Antarctica 2010. A Japanese research team finds a portal to alien and alternative Earths. Only one person in 100,000 has the special ability that lets them use the portal and travel the pathways to infinity. You are this person. You are the Fringeworthy. Fringeworthy is the first RPG of interdimensional adventure across millions of alternative Earths. Fringeworthy is available at TriTag Games at www.tritaggames.com slash fringe.htm. A million million worlds await you. Go visit them. Hello. I'm Computer King. Everyone knows heroes are nothing without the opposition of villains. But did you know that dozens of villains disappear every day? Villains, being creatures of ego, require attention to live. And when everyone ignores them, they can vanish from relevance, never to be seen again. 
but there is hope, and you can help. For just minutes a day, only a few hours a month, you can help villains remain relevant. Go to savethevillain.com, listen to the Into the Dark podcast, and read the articles, and you will be single-handedly helping villains to remain relevant. Look at Mumra here. He was fading from the public eye, in danger of disappearing. Then a kind soul in Hollywood pitched a Thundercats film, and he's up and about, ready to cause trouble at a moment's notice. You too can be a lifeline in a villain's darkest hour. Go to SaveTheVillain.com now and make a difference. Because without villains, heroes are just guys in funny suits. Yeah, this is... Well, I guess it could technically be said to be moving at the speed of, like, plot, but, uh... (laughs) (laughs) This is BS. And I've got a short fuse for BS. (laughs) Damn, you are all over this game. Oh, what the hell. I'll just revert to form and shoot. What in the name of General Grant's earwax is that? (laughs) God, that was awkward. <laughs> the gutter skites. Blue's got a lot of cartoons I grew up with. A lot of them are not good anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, well, this is. Yeah. Can't go back. Cannot. <laughs> the mighty Orbots really that bad? Galaxy or Rangers is mm, the animation's not as good as I remember it. Actually, Galaxy Rangers the animation comes and goes. Anything where they're in space doing like spaceship shots is awesome, but anytime there's people, it's terrible. Well, it's filmation, so it goes without saying. That, 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 was, that was Brave Star. Galaxy Rangers was some Canadian company. Okay, don't be dissing Brave Star. Brave Star is an awesome cartoon. That's on there too. I have not had a chance to watch it. Um, I hate to break in on the fascinating '80s <laughs> extravaganzas, but it is twenty Should. after eight. Yep, time, All right. time to play. Yeah, yep. kick it. Yep. I'll yep. do that next time you guys get into what's his name. <laughs> Terry Pratchett? I'm I didn't st- want to say the name. It's Terry Pratchett, Terry Pratchett, Terry Pratchett. He who should not be named. <laughs> Terry Pratchett. Hey, at least I didn't say Johnny Quest. <laughs> <laughs> I like Johnny Quest. So the originals. Yeah. yeah. And they held up. I don't think I've ever watched, well, I think I've seen like a couple episodes of Johnny Quest, but not enough to comment. Of course, I'm talking about, I'm, of course, I'm one of the few people probably this podcast has seen him first run but anyway <laughs> with you yeah. i doubt you are yeah i'm the kid around the group i'm uh, the ancient one yeah stop being so damn smug kid no uh, chris i'm the ancient one how old are you again patrick i'm 47 48 in june oh yeah okay you're the ancient one yeah <laughs> <laughs> put in my place sir so give me a little damn respect <laughs> You damn kids. <laughs> okay. Anywho. So we yeah. go to Seattle. Yeah. Though I think you, you probably arrive independently because you're all from different places in the country, you know, flying in. So who's first? 
Do we have time to go to Archie McPhee? Maybe. Okay. This Who's is Archie McVie? It's a store with silly, tacky things. Yeah. Like Big Fun and Coventry? You know what? Yes, it is like Big Fun. They carry many of the same things. And wow. I have Big Fun, and I used to live on Coventry. Ha, 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 ha. Sorry. All right. <laughs> really? In Cleveland? Yeah, I really did. Many oh, cool. Awesome. Sake. No, I thought she was pulling my chain or something. No, no, I really did. I mean, it's up there, up there visiting the old Jackson Smith store when it was still in business. <laughs> That Doc Johnson? What was it? <laughs> no, Johnson Smith. It was a. It, it was in every. Doc you're looking Johnson, at, something different. Every every old comic book, there's a. It'd be an ad for Johnson Smith for things buying things like uh, hovercraft or X-ray glasses and crap like that. Uh, oh, that's who sold that with the badly drawn black and white graphic of the X-ray specs and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Anyway, first person into Seattle. Interesting enough, considering it's Carl. Oh, cool! <laughs> Savage Worlds uses cards to determine an initiative and stuff like that. So I figured, okay, I'll just pull out some cards, and he got the Ace of Clubs. Well, there we go. Oh, suck on that, people. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only time you're going to have any good locks, so we'll get used to it. Carl's got attitude. <laughs> Did I get the Queen of Hearts? <laughs> Unfortunately, you get the, you get the five of hearts. Oh, five's a good number. That's okay. You're also last in. Uh, that's fine. That works for me too. That's perfect. That. Kind of appropriate given her character. Yeah. What's that supposed to mean? Because she doesn't care about being prompt. She's bad tempered. Just don't get in there when I get there. Leave me the hell alone. <laughs> that too. <laughs> anyway, go on, Carl. Yes, when Carl, when you land, when you land in Seattle, and you finally figure out which way to get off the underground shuttle that runs from the terminals, which one to get off that actually takes you to the terminal itself. <laughs> you well, at least once around. Do I get off here? Because it's fun, basically. Yeah. No, I've written that it's not fun. <laughs> Free ride. There you go. You forget, I'm from Newark, Ohio. Anything on rails is a ride to me. There you go. And while you're in the terminal, you actually are met by uh, two team members from Team Fremont, uh, Seth Green and Plato Ferris. Seth is this scrawny-looking uh, kid about 20-something. Oh, he's not the Seth Green. I, yeah, I, was I was curious about that. I was curious about that, too. No, I didn't <laughs> Seth Green, no. <laughs> yeah, he's a scrawny-looking kid, like post-punk. You know, he's got his head shaved, and uh, he's got piercings about everywhere you can see. Uh, Plato is a tall African-American dude who uh, looks fairly confident, and Seth introduces himself as the uh, team leader for uh, Team Fremont. And he welcomes you here and says, yeah, we, we decided to come here and uh, pick you guys up. Make a notice roll there, Carl. All and right. Mary, and, Mary, you get, you get your wild die, so what, you, you roll your, your notice skill plus a d6, whichever is highest is, is what you go with. All right, so I get to roll a d8 and a d6. Yes. Can you pick the highest? Right. Five. Five. That's good enough. You realize they're on the wrong side of the metal detectors. I mean, you know, yes, in the movies, you always see people, they're always staying there waiting for people to show up, but you can't do that these days. You guys are going to be on the other side of the metal detectors. They're on the side where you need tickets or special person to be. Oh. So are you guys heading out somewhere now? Well, no, we're waiting for the other ones. Uh, we got uh, who he looks in the list. We've got the flights coming in, and uh, in about another half hour, we got. Did you hear? 
Uh, we got some guy named uh, Dan Jensen, Jensen showing up. He's in a half an hour, and then after him, we got... God, is this his name? Book Antiqua. <laughs> is that his name? <laughs> yeah, no, great guys. I met them in training. Um, ah. Are we allowed to just move around airports then? Because they didn't tell us that over at... Oh, no, 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 no. They, they look around, and they, they put out little TSA badges and you know, hanging with their photographs on and everything. Oh, okay, okay. I was just curious because, yeah, back back home, you know, you're not allowed past... You're not allowed in the gates anymore. You have to stay out in the, the main lobby. Now, we figured we'd get you guys here instead of on the other side because there's better places to eat here. He points to a bar. Actually, it's a brew pub. There's actually a brew pub in the airport in Seattle. Oh, <laughs> nice. Awesome. So let's go wait for this next guy to show up. And uh, we're going to be here like all day. We, we want to get you all to, in one, one, one group. So they go off okay. the thing. And, and eventually everyone sort of gets in one by one until... Three hours later, that's when Camilla's flight shows up. <laughs> it got hung up in Chicago, unfortunately, on a transfer. <laughs> so Carmela's not in the best of moods right now, probably. <laughs> Two screaming babies all the way. <laughs> and they were out of the chicken divan. Oh, God. Oh, by the way, Erin did fly first class. Oh, oh. oh cool. well, then it didn't matter. Right. All is well. The movie right. was crap. <laughs> the champagne was a little tepid. <laughs> Not bubbly enough. <laughs> so, so they, they get everything together and take it down to one of those shuttle vans. Of course, once they leave, they pull their tags off and stick in their pockets and they uh, take it to the shuttle van and they say, we're going to drop you off at your hotel. Uh, we figured yeah. you guys want to get everything, you know, set up for the night, and uh, they'll be delivering your RV in about two weeks. Good Lord, still how long are we going to be wow. stationed here? Two mm. weeks as well. We're going on vacation. We're flying out. No, we're not, flying out. I mean, us. We were told we were going here on assignment. Yeah, your baby's sitting in Seattle. We're fillers. You're brand new out of the academy. Yeah, you're fillers. You know what I had to do? I had to spend a week in Muncie, Indiana. Be thankful so you, you weren't just... in Muncie, Indiana when you came out. Yeah, friend that goes to Ball State. I'm not that bad. It's a punk rocker kid who, at the time, he probably had a mohawk. Multicolored mohawk, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but Team Fremont's going to New York City. Where, uh, we're, it's sort of a working vacation where we're, we're going to get some secondary training. That's right. That's where I just came from. Maybe you can get a haircut, too. But, uh, you know, you, you guys be here for two weeks, and uh, after you guys get settled in, we'll take you around and introduce you to some folks you probably need to know, so you won't be flaying around too much. But first, got to get you settled. And they drive off, it's, and it takes you to a, it's a nice-looking hotel. It's the Alexis in Seattle. He pulls into the parking garage, and he walks up, pulls his command card out, which you all have, swipes it at the door lock, and it opens up. Uh, saying, yeah, it works as a door lock key, too, yeah. So he ushers everyone in with your luggage. And he looks around the banks of elevators, and he takes you to the one that goes up to the tenth floor. And you know, he waits for them to come on down. And everyone gets inside, and he, he looks around, makes sure there's no one else, and he closes the elevator. Then he takes his command card and puts it above the tenth floor button, and then presses. Then you start going up and up. Tenth floor flashes, and then goes away. Get some Charlie in the glass elevator action going here. <laughs> and then, we cut to ribbons. Now, then <laughs> the door chime dings, and you see floating in air the number 13. 
this is the this is the beer hotel he says as the door opens up and you're looking at basically you have the entire floor of the hotel to yourselves it's cool. du- it's done up as it's done up uh we we got in here yesterday and got the place cleaned up a little bit unfortunately there is no well it takes one of these cars to get in and you know and, and the people who actually do the cleaning is us so we got most more or less clean sorry <laughs> The gym's over there. There's a lap pool over there you guys can use. Uh, we have a medical facilities over here. If any of you guys got any uh, doctoring skills or anything like that. Otherwise, we, we do have a medic on call. We can come in, patch you up if need be. Uh, we got your own set of sweets. He points out a bunch of little sweets offside. You say, pick which ones you want. They're yours uh, for the week, you know, for the time. There's a, um, a meeting, conference room over there. Uh, Computers, you know, it's the full nine yards. You basically got combination of penthouse suites with full conference room and every, you know, everything you ever need, including there's a practice range back there if you want to go firing. It's soundproof. So, do you guys get a lot of action up here? Yeah, somewhat. I mean, you know, uh, the last big thing that happened, what was that? Oh, we had de- we had we had elf incursion. We had to deal with real elf. Oh yeah. Like Ernie and the Keeblers? No. Like uh, or, Santa's at the North Pole? No, more like come along and torture you for fun type elves. Evil yeah. bastard straight off the Discworld. Yeah. Discworld. <laughs> 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 you, you I've actually read those books. Those really are pretty good. good. <laughs> <laughs> he walks you over to, there's a large window and he's, he points, anytime you see a, a radio tower, or one of those cell towers you can't move, it's sitting on top of a ferry ring. Get out. Yeah. We actually found a ferry ring up by Leavenworth. That's where they're coming out. So we threw an engine block into it to seal it up. But, yeah, you, you just got to put you know, iron or steel in it, and it, that's all you need to seal it up with. So, yeah, and basically on top of uh, uh, Magnolia Bluffs, there are three radio to- big, giant radio towers, and they're sealing up a really big ferry ring. <laughs> But anyway, I'll let you guys get settled in. Uh, he points to a large table. You got some uh, stuff. It came from the bureau. Parting gifts for your trainers. Oh. All right, so there are five packages there. We each one addressed to each one of you. Go pick up mine and shake it. <laughs> Rip you open shake. the box of mine, start diving into it. Yep, same Oh, here. okay, well, when you open up yours, Carl... Yes. There's Great. a little it note. blows up and I'm dead. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> we told you to be more careful with these things. <laughs> from Joe Let's Spurs. all learn a lesson from Carl now, shall we? Surprise! It's what it is. It's, 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 from, uh, it's from Agent Smith. And he says, This is help you out, give you some good luck. It, it looks like it's a real four leaf clover embedded in, in amber on a chain. Game mechanically, it lets you for up to four times, and then it's done. Add a D6 to your roll, any roll. Mm. So if you're looking for a high number, this could get you a high number. Mm. So that's, nice. yeah. And that you can four use four times per session or? Four times. Okay. That's Total. done. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Uh, yep. Chris. Yo. I put mine on, by the way. Richard has gotten, basically, when he left, they asked if they could keep his sword for a little bit and they return it. It's there. It's in, 
Well, actually, you open up the package and you got a little knife thing, you know, to hold a knife in with an overflap. Okay. You open it up, you see the hilt of your sword. Pull it you out. Grab, pull it out. The whole blade comes right out of the thing. I was basically with a six inch tilt. Your sword comes out of that sucker. Nice. <laughs> and then there's a little note on the thing, a little post it note that says, by the way, we've enhanced it a little bit. And in game terms, you got a plus one sword. Dude, you got a plus one sword. <laughs> I'll take it. Thank you, Bureau. And just slides it right back into that, you know, it disappears in that hilt. Let's see. What else you can hide in that hilt? Got one of the subdimensional Tesseract hilts. I might yes. be able to hide you in that hilt. Find out. That would be so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Josh, will you open yours up? I'll shake it, then open it, yeah. When you shake it, it rattles. More uh, like thunk, thunk, thunk. You open it up, and it's a crystal. And there's a yeah. little note. It's actually from the, from the psychic trainer you, you trained with it in, in the bureau camp. It says, this is a power stone. You can meditate and put your essence into it for use later. So mechanically, you can spend an hour and then make a psionics roll. And if you make it, you can put D4 power points into it. Now, it's a two-for-one cost, so... If you put okay. four points into it, it'll cost you eight points to put four points into it. On a okay. raise, you get to put D4 plus two, and it holds a maximum of six power points. It only you can tap. That's so tacky. I love it. Yep. <laughs> put it around my Perfect neck. for you. Yep. And then we get to Daniel. Yes. You basically get what's listed as a, as a spell on disc, but what it is, it's a little, don't play it now, but it's a little musical spell. You pop it into your tablet, and then you'll be able to, on the keyboard and tablet, play this song that will then dispel magic of certain levels. So basically, you have the dispel spell. It's one shot, though. Unfortunately, these things are one shot. But it's an extra spell. And it's plug and play. How can you lose? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. USB? SD card. Gotcha. Yeah. And finally, Carmella. Yes. I have such a headache. This may help. You, so you, you say. It. It's heavy. <laughs> it's heavy. I poke it with a pencil, <laughs> kind of push it around the table, try and lift up the corner a little bit. It's low package. It's low box. It's, mm-hmm. it's tied with a nice little knot. And there's a handwritten note that looks like it was written with someone with a very, very shaky hand. <laughs> it says... If you really want to hit the ghosts and spirits, use these. Signed, Sergeant Lee. Hey, it's from Sarge. All right. And, and when you open it up. Take a step back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not going to hold that against me, is he? <laughs> like, like those snakes and you open the can of peanuts and the snakes fly out. Take another step back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Carl, would you open this for me? <laughs> Yes, when I open it, what do I find? You start laughing up early when you see it. <laughs> it's a set of solid silver brass knuckles. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. <laughs> but even better, when you take them out and you look at the four knuckles, uh-huh. first, one's, first one's got a star of David, the next one's got a cross, <laughs> next one's a crescent moon, and the last one's a yin-yang symbol. 90% world's religions in one hand. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I stole that from a movie I haven't seen yet, which is uh, Dylan Dog, Dead of Night. 
I was watching the trailer for it, and he uses a set of silver brass knuckles as a good effect in, the, in that little trailer. <laughs> and that's yeah. so fun because I want to do that for the soles of my boots. Oh, but you already got those. In fact, it's pretty much the same. Basically, it gives you... Yeah, a- except the boots have smiley faces and the words have a nice day and yeah. little <laughs> dancing garlic bulbs around the edges waving wolfbane. So... <laughs> But yeah, basically, mechanically, it's your strength plus a D4 against normal people. Basically, it's a pair of brass knuckles. Against average supernatural, it's strength plus D6. Against uh, supernatural, that is a minor bane four, it's strength plus D8. And against supernatural, for which it's a major bane, it's strength plus D12. Cool. Nice. Yeah. And... Oh, say silver and uh, and garlic. Those are good for vampires, so I might be able to actually knock their damn teeth out, eh? It's a major bane for werewolves, so yeah, you'll well, do two sixty twelve damage to a werewolf with the sucker. You get one of the vampire werewolves. You'll be a, He's a vampire. Can I use two d12s? <laughs> cool. Now, for purposes of being supernatural, Richard That's- Shaw and Book Antigua count as supernatural. What? <laughs> yes, she can do pistol damage to you with this. Let me step over here, then. <laughs> <laughs> One step and, closer to Josh. <laughs> and also because it's... One because giant it's, leap for Josh kind. Normally, <laughs> normally it's non-lethal, hand-to-hand combat's non-lethal damage. But with, with these against Supernatural, they're lethal damage. And Take another step ones. back. <laughs> who is this lethal for? Supernatural. But for me? No, no, no. You know, oh, when you, okay. Normally, we do hand-to-hand combat. It's non-lethal damage. Mm-hmm. You're fighting unarmed. But with these suckers on, you, you're punching the supernatural, you're doing Yeah, that's what damage. I'm saying. I can actually do lethal damage with my little brass silver knuckles? Yes. Hot. Damn. Like what about saying, my boots? Are my boots same, lethal, too? Yes, they're the same thing. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> He's an ass kicking, st- you know. Let's go for a walk. <laughs> Let's go look at Seattle. What do you say? Aren't these gorgeous? <laughs> <laughs> and it fits them slightly into your pocket. You, know, you can just reach in there and flip them on. I'm ready. <laughs> Time to take a walk. Cool. What a bitchin' present. Sarge knows what to send. That's what I have to say. <laughs> After you guys get settled in, then Seth returns and he says, "Come on, we, we want to take you uh, a little meet and greet with some of the friendly supernatural that live here in Seattle." First stop, though, we're going to go to the the old curiosity shop. It's a low-level containment facility for the bureau. And for those of you not familiar, it's a real-life location in Seattle. It's on the waterfront. It's this little place called Yeo Curiosity Shop, and it's a real place. But this in the game, it's a low-level bureau facility, and he introduces you to the. Uh, Retired agent that runs it, Andrew Stanley, used to work in Seattle uh, as a full-time agent until 30 years ago. But now he's retired, and his family pretty much helps run the place. And then he takes you to introduce you to Sylvester. Sylvester is a mummy. (laughs) He was found in the deserts of Arizona with a bullet wound. And he figured he's over 100 years old. He doesn't talk. But he sort of, you know, nods and winks and gives Carmela a knowing wink, though it's kind of odd looking. (laughs) (laughs) It was like he's trying to flirt with you. (laughs) (laughs) He gives him a glare. Back off, Buster. (laughs) 
Careful, Carmella. He's old enough to be your mummy. <laughs> just scowl. Can I at just step you. on his foot? Come here, Daniel. Step on his foot. Do we call you Daniel or Dan? Danny. Daniel. Whatever. Danny I don't care, actually. Danny? <laughs> Works for me. Daniel? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the curiosity shop actually holds several. Low-level stuff, like Sylvester. Sylvester, uh, sort of like he's a resident. If you look at his glass case, no one ever notices that the locket's on the inside. Hey, did you guys see this? The lock is on the inside. <laughs> I never noticed that. That's kind of curious. <laughs> well, everyone, you know, it's, it's one of the things that Aaron points out, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you know after that you know he takes you to walk to the waterfront you know show you his various things and he sort of said oh we're in luck he's over there come on follow me and he takes you across the street and he looks like you see what this looks like an indian standing on the corner shaking his fist at people east huh. indian or native american <laughs> hi hi and he looks at him ah you seth what are you doing here some new agents are here they're gonna be here for two weeks Ah, I am Chief Seal. That would be Native American, Chief Josh. Seal? Uh, Chief. Thank you. <laughs> Chief Seal. They actually uh, corrupted his name corrupted into Seattle. Basically, ah. he's doomed to wander the earth, at least Seattle, for as long as there's a city named Seattle. Okay. He's a, wow. He's a, he's a ghost. Why? Because Why? You, you used my name. You damn white eyes called this city Seattle. You all damn white eyes. You've well, got I, white I eyes, too? Awesome. What the hell? Chief, get ready. In about 40 years, when the awakening hits and the orcs and goblins and trolls come back to roost. Uh, you promise. Nah, Is nah, that nah. really going to happen, Daniel? And, and the cybertech starts. <laughs> I read about talking it this, about? I read about it in this book once. Uh, Gosh, we better get ready. <laughs> you think it'll happen tonight? Woo! <laughs> no, nah, we got about 40 years. Yeah, but Chief Seattle's more. Why are these ghosts always so damn testy? That's what I want to know. I mean, what do they have to bitch about? You know, they don't have any problems. They don't have any bills. It's just, and all they all—they're always cranky. Why? Because people keep walking through them. I think I'd or, be a little cranky too. Get the hell someone, out of the way! I think can't I'd be a little cranky too if someone did this and walked through. <laughs> someone did what? I'm sorry, I wasn't looking. <laughs> Do you walk through them? <laughs> Twice. Uh, what the Do hell? it. Do sure, it. Come why on. not? And what happens? Do you want to be safe? Do you want to be interesting, Chris? That's right. Or, that, that's Eric, my thought. That's oh. my thought exactly, actually. Oh, uh, don't worry. You only get, you only get, it's a one-point fright when you walk through them. It's like you're walking through a graveyard at midnight on a cloudy night. Pitch is black. Interesting. And, and it's cold. It's like, you know, just like this marrow coat goes right through you and you're shivering on the other side. But other than that, it's like, oh. Wow, that was quite an interesting experience. <laughs> yeah. Never happened with Sarge. Walking through Sarge is like walking through hell. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> Seth turns and says, Chief here is a good source for old information about old things that happened years ago. Uh, I mean, he's, he was around here back before uh, Whiteman showed up. So he knows a lot about the old times. Of course, the person who knows the most about everything before even the Indians showed up, I'm sorry, the Squamish showed up, <laughs> uh, 
is the is the Fremont troll, but he won't. You can't talk to him till like about two o'clock in the morning. Why? Well, he's still when the bars close. What? No, he's still in concrete. He won't. He basically he won't wake up until about two o'clock in the morning. Huh. Really? He's fr- he's frozen. Yeah, one of the previous teams in Seattle basically captured him and sealed him under the bridge, under the under the I ninety nine bridge. In quicksand concrete, and he's more stuck there. He can't move. He was here the last time. There was a glacial ice sheet on his place. So what the hell did they do that? That doesn't seem very friendly. He was sort of going on a rampage, I understand. He was tearing things up, making a damn nuisance himself, but they decided not to kill him, just capture him. So what happens at 2 o'clock? How can we talk to him then? Oh, he wakes up. And you can talk to him. You know, He, he, he warms up, he, he cools down enough that you can talk to him. I was going to say, does he bother to say anything truthful? I'd be kind of pissed if somebody, you uh, know, banged me up in helpful. concrete. It's yeah. quid so, pro quo with does him. Does he lie? What do we have well, to do? What, what's the quid? What's the pro and the quo? If you want knowledge, you got to give him knowledge. You got to trade information for information. And he's when one decides what the information's worth. That sucks. Wow. But, hey, we learn a lot. Well, Chief, where do you normally hang out? Do we always find you here on the corner, or...? Ah, I go everywhere. Just today, I'm looking at all those stupid tourists. I'm yelling at them. They don't hear me. Damn tourists. What? And and how do we find you? (laughs) Like, is there a good way to get in touch with you, Chief? To, you know... He just fades away. He just faded away? Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of hard to pin down. But basically, he's usually in this area or up at the... Pike Place well, how market. freaking rude. So you can't just say uh, Beetlejuice, 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 or Seattle, 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 and have him... No. Oh. Chief, Chief, Chief. No. Click your heels three times, Carl. See if that works. Yeah. But the, uh, the, click, click, click. The three, <laughs> the, most, the three places you catch the most at is going to be down here near the waterfront, up at the, the Pike Place Market, or down by uh, the Pioneer Square. He, you know, that's usually where he frequents, you know, and goes around. Otherwise, he sort of stays out of downtown itself because it's too new. It's too strange. Any good voodoo shops in this town? We could get some, like, ghost of hither dust. Ooh, speaking of, uh, well, voodoo, maybe not. that voodoo. That well, you do so well. So well. Now he's taking it to uh, Fremont. It's not actually to meet the troll. It's actually to meet the White Witch of Fremont. White Witch of Fremont. All right. Uh, is that near the Archie McPhee shop? Because I really need a boxing <laughs> nun puppet. That's the best place to get one. Fremont's a strange little neighborhood. They call itself the center of the universe. Uh, there's all these little weird shops. There's a they someone rescued a statue of Lenin from Russia. It's sitting there in the corner by the by the top of the Mar. <laughs> wow! Hey, hey, hey! Yeah. Someone get a picture of me and Lenin. Yeah, you and everyone else. <laughs> Shaking uh, hands with him. <laughs> trying to sit on his lap. Well, <laughs> How tall? Oh, <laughs> uh, the entire statue is about 30 feet tall. Oh, all right. And, well, And Lennon's in that pose, the super, I call it the Superman pose. You know, with his arm upstretched and so forth. And I'm going to pretend he's going to crush me, okay? I'm going to cower in fear. Everyone take fear. <laughs> Yeah. Upload I it feel the Twitter. irony. I feel the irony. Yeah, <laughs> upload it to my Twitter feed. <laughs> yep. And uh, it, it, it takes you down a little side road in this little shop. 
you know, they sell crystals and, you know, you know, aromatherapy, you know, holistic medicine, you know, all that kind of stuff and uh, palm reading and so forth. And you go inside and there's this Betty White looking woman, but Betty White uh, about 20 years ago looking woman in there. And she looks up, oh, Seth, dear, how, how you doing? Uh, these are your new friends. Am I right? Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm Sarah Hi. Gallagher. I'm the White Witch of Fremont. Ah. So nice for you. Yes, he pulls out a business card and hands it to you. People don't believe I'm a witch, but you know, I'm a witch. It's okay, people don't believe I'm psychic, but they're wrong. So <laughs> she, pulls out, she pulls out a little crystal on a chain and holds it up to her eye and looks at, oh, yes, you're psychic. Yeah, yeah, I am. Hey, but, <laughs> what am I thinking right now? Reaches over, and your third eye's open. I can see that. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. She looks around at everybody. Ooh. You're a follower of Jesus, aren't you, sir? I am. Ah. You have a magic sword. Interesting. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Sorry. She has to take magic. (laughs) She looks at uh, Carmela and sort of stops and looks back and... Deary, were you bit by a vampire? What gave it away? The fabulous scars all over my neck? Oh, no, no. You, You haven't been in Fremont for very long, have you? No, no. It's the infection. Excuse I stepped back for her again. Even <laughs> yeah, I stepped back away. She looks around and shimmers for a bit, pulls out two old mirrors and sets them up. And then so you can see each other. And when she turns it just right so you can see the reflection of the other mirror, there's a fist-sized hole in your neck. Holy crap. Ew, holy neck. Now, <laughs> what the hell is that? These are silvered mirrors. If any other these new mylar mirrors, you can't see a damn thing in. These are old silvered mirrors. This and one Carmel here is staring, looking, and touching her neck, and he can't feel it. Right? It feels oh, it feels, feels normal. normal. Now, Except you, be, you know, covered in fabulous. Sarah, can you do anything for her? Oh, what the hell? Yes. yes. Oh, yes. I mean, first off, it's not vampirism. You know, that's totally voluntary. Right. What the hell is it? <laughs> Nobody told me about this. But no one, dear, they don't look for this kind of stuff. You got, well, I, I hate to break this to you. Conoria. You got, no, you got, <laughs> you got the equivalent of vampire mono. You got the kissing disease. Shut up. No way. That's gross. Oh, what the Is she going to turn into a vampire? No, 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 no. But if someone were to drink her blood, there's a chance of them getting the mono as well. Well, strike well, that off my list that. of things to do today. But I can take care of it. I mean, it's not that old. Well, it's a year well, and so old, but still not too old. I can, I can deal with it. What well, would it do to me if I let it go? Well, if you were to pass on, you really wouldn't pass on. You'd sort of become a vampire uh, minion. Fix it. Fix it. Get it out of me now. What now, do you got? Now, is the, vamp- is, the vampire- is the vampire who did it to you, is he still kicking? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, good. It is going to be a lot easier. <laughs> so sit, sit down, sit down, sit down. She goes off and she starts putting her way and, you know, mixing things and so forth. Then she comes back and... Carl just stares at her neck the whole time. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping my distance. This is she, really going to taste gross, isn't it? Oh no! You don't have to drink this. We get, we get to paint it. We get to paint it on, and she dips a little brush in, and she starts carefully painting a, basically a magic circle on her neck, right over top of the wound. Does it hurt? 
Not yet. Ominously. Hey, what are you putting? Ow! It's sort of silver based. It's silver based with some. Uh, yeah, some silver's never. God ah, damn! What the <laughs> hell is that? That silver's never hurt me before. Ow! Well, yes. God, you got Just like ice? Jack Haley. Now she is puts that? the pot down and she goes. That's uh, oh, here we go. She pulls out. Man, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, good. Thank you. I was trying to figure out that myself. Yeah, yeah, just like Jack Haley. <laughs> Don't die of lung disease. Actually, Buddy Epson, too. Buddy Epson was allergic to the makeup. That's why he wasn't Tin Man. And she pulls out a, a thick hickory stick, and she says, bite. What? I thought she was going to beat her with it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> In your dreams. Was it sure? Yeah, it's now. Bite down uh, this. Should we hold her? I'm not going this anywhere near. This is really I'm going near with those knuckles. Uncomfortable. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Uncomfortable. God. It'll be better in a second. Just a second. Just bite down. Ouch. Chomp. Chomp. Then she Chomp. does the incantation, and then it just flares bright white. Wow. And and that hick that inch thick hickory stick gets bitten in half. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I can get splinters in your ticket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this would be a good time to ask about the dental plan that we have. <laughs> <laughs> you got a great dental plan. And they call know. him clueless. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> okay, open, open wide. In, that guy. Open, open wide. Okay, okay. Uh, no loose teeth. No loose teeth. You're good. You're good. And uh, and if you look at your neck, where this magic circle was. There's uh-huh. no scar. There's no scar anymore. It's just a pink circle now. And you look in the mirror. And you look in the mirrors. It looks like normal. Yay! No more herpes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm just surprised they didn't catch this. But I guess they weren't looking for it. You know, he must have been a vampire who actually had STDs before he became a vampire. Oh, that Either. makes me feel He's so much better. Nasty. <laughs> I think uh, either no, they weren't looking no, for it, they you, were trying Sarah. to use her as a guinea pig to develop a virus that they could inflict. Upon oh, vampires. ooh, Seth, vampire Seth, super aids. Yeah, Seth, that'll get Seth, what? Seth, Seth is off in the corner looking up at the sky, going, "No, no, 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 no! They wouldn't do that to people." No. <laughs> <laughs> Carmela looks at him, narrows her eyes, <laughs> and turns back and says, to Sarah, thank you, thank you so much." That really hurt like hell, but thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, it's going to hurt me more than it hurts you because, well, you know, the threefolds. You know, basically, whatever I do comes back to me three times. So, so you're going to get cured of vamp aids three times? No, the pain. I'm going to feel the pain. I did a good thing, but I'm still going to feel the pain later this evening. Sometime. That doesn't seem right because you've you've done a good thing. It's not. I mean, you didn't you didn't curse me. I mean, I could see it bouncing back on you three times if you put the. Oh yes, I am. Good things are gonna happen too. Good things are gonna happen too. But unfortunately, oh, three, oh, oh, we'll give it back to her. Mathematically dubious. She's gonna get a karmatic inflation. Is what happens, and then the whole body is taking smart. on the karma of the injury that was. <laughs> but if like yeah. it was a one for one thing, I get it. But a three for one, you're all the You totally <laughs> cut out. Oh man, we missed all of that, and it was great too. <laughs> Try again. This one on one, I can understand, but that threefold thing. Eventually, it's gonna get thinned out. You're gonna get karmatic inflation. And the whole <laughs> karmatic economy is gonna be so off, man. <laughs> 
Well, this uh, is why I'm a I'm a white witch. I mean, you know, the best I can do, I can defend Fremont by creating avoidances, but I really can't do anything that would hurt people because, well, it comes back at me. You know. Want me to yeah. go get you a bottle of Advil? Oh no, no, I have my own mixtures. You know, she goes over and starts starts busy. You know, uh, I'll got need a some... favorite single malt, Sarah? I'll go fetch it for you. No problem. Oh no, no, I don't. Uh, uh, I think if I were, if I were imbibing the spirits, I probably would mix something wrong. <laughs> I'll, I'll take some of that single malt. <laughs> Did you cure me of this horrible creepy? My power's internal. Oh, yes. I cannot. She, she, she Did you even first... tell me it was there? No, you get nothing. <laughs> walks away from... Definitely clear. You're definitely clear, my dear. <laughs> Where do anyway. I get some of these mirrors, Sarah? I think that these are kind of important to have, huh? Oh, or is you, want it only get... you can see with the training. Oh no, 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 no! It, these are silverback mirrors. You know, a lot of the newer mirrors are made with mylar, so it doesn't so work. Just go to... the mirrors are made by gorillas. No, 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 no! They're, they're silverbacks. What? God! <laughs> <laughs> so so smart and so obtuse at the same time. That was Eric. Oh, Eric! Anywho. What is me? It's credit for it's, your it's, own tomfoolery. It's nine o'clock. Let's advance the storyline. <laughs> Basically, now, I, yeah. go to Archie McPhee. I think I've earned it. <laughs> he takes you to Archie McPhee. Yeah. I get my boxing nun puppet. Yay! Hey guys, X Ray specs for everyone. They're on me. Well, they have, we can be Richard, Team X Ray. You can't punch back because it's a nun. <laughs> no, I like that because it's phonetic for Team X, which is just awesome. So I think Team X Ray. There we go. Yeah, team X Ray. That's us, Team X Ray. Team X Ray. And then when they ask for our stats uh-huh. and everything, so here's our X Ray specs. Well, that God, we Eric, a- Eric, get out of my head. Stop. Uh, and, we, and, we, <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and then we have the whole Abbott and Costello routine that's going to develop every time they ask us what our team name is. Team X Ray, and they write down Team X. Like my name's not Ray. Yeah. Okay. Anywho, so <laughs> the, have you guys? Yeah. With nun puppet. So, <laughs> I'm Methodist. I can punch a nun. <laughs> <laughs> and then I whip out my knuckles. <laughs> well, they do have bacon flavored gum here. Why? And bacon band aids and um, bacon what? mints. And They've got, got the little finger monster puppets, which are hysterical. Yep. I, I'm going to get a little collective bag of monster finger puppets, little, yeah. little creepy monsters. Yeah. They also have two foot size cockroaches. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> needs some. Um, you so, asked what my $25,000 for me being spent on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poor Every snake in the house. They got a few. I mean, you know, they'll even go into the storage and pull out a couple boxes and say, you want these two? You never know. <laughs> Anywho, so do you, have you folks ever figured out a cover ID for yourselves while you're here? I suggested Avon, ladies. Traveling alt-country cover band. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you got your yeah, keyboard guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to play anything. <laughs> We'll get you Wasn't some maracas. Perfect. There you go. No, we'll get, we get you a bureau guitar. You just strum it and move your fingers up and down and does the rest. Wow. Bureau. <laughs> That's my tax money, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Going to self-play guitars to fight monsters. Huh. <laughs> really? For cover stories, more or less. Sure. That's a great excuse for anything. The cover story. 
What's Richard and Carl come up with for a cover story? We're not part of a group? Yeah, for, all, for, us, for us as a group, what are we? What's our cover story? Why are we all... What are we? Religious fanatics. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard the good word? <laughs> bird. Yeah. I thought everyone had heard about the bird. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. The trouble is, one of those people actually say, yes, you want to join the Knights Templar. <laughs> And uh, do you really want Carl as your team leader? Come on, that's funny. <laughs> no. Bill's we have to have a team leader? We have to have a team leader, yes. Go yeah. on, Carl seems, Carl seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I think it should be somebody who might notice that there's a problem. Yeah. Well, Richard's the man with the big sword, so maybe it should be Richard, eh? I'm an enforcer. Not really. Okay, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> oh, I see we had to twist got, your arm. <laughs> he's got the universal source on his side, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a natural leader. Mm-hmm. And a spiffy cape. He's got a spiffy cape. Yeah. Well, cape, sir. Yeah. Tonight's adventure depends on your cover story, how you find out about it. Door-to-door vacuum sales people? In the 21st century? We're retro. Commerce. <laughs> <laughs> We still got them out in Toledo. <laughs> do you really? They're, they're pretty scammy, but yeah, we do. <laughs> Toledo's never really been in the We're 21st century. No, they only have traveling groups of two. That won't work. Yes. And they all got dressed in white shirts and black I'm pants. I'm terrible in a white and shirt. Ties. It's okay. And you wouldn't, wouldn't be anywhere with mix, us. They wouldn't mix <laughs> genders either. You would not be with us. Um, I don't know. What are some example covers that other teams have had? Well, Team Fremont is their long-term cover is that they run the uh, Low Tide Review. It's a little indie newspaper out of Fremont. It's sort of like The Stranger, or I think in Portland is one in Portland too, uh, like that. But the, the, these is little indie, you know, you know, day spa. Yeah, but also they uh, they do also cover in their indie newspaper strange stories of the supernatural, which are basically disinformation stories of their various events and in cases they go on. I got an idea. What if we ran? I mean, I'm stealing from a another source, but who the hell cares? Chris's character is a rare bookseller, so mm. why don't we say we are antique dealers? Ooh, I'll, I'll buy that. Okay. Oh, it's too bad you sure. could you, you could use Team Lovejoy then. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> I was gonna say the preacher from Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, gee, dear God, it's it's an old it's an old British TV show called Lovejoy. It's not a TV show. It's a series of books. They were mysteries. Oh, that's right too. Yes, Lovejoy mysteries. Yes, oh. that's yeah. what started them. I, Ian McShane played the character in the TV series. Ian McShane from Deadwood. Might be. He's also the same guy's playing the pirate in the next Caribbean movie. Yeah, I mean, that's you, Ian McShane. And if you're not familiar with Deadwood, then I'm not going to say his catchphrase because then you'll just think I'm rude and not funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's his catchphrase? Cocksucker. <laughs> I don't he think that's rude. It. I he think that's it. damn friendly. <laughs> <laughs> good point. He says it a lot. The only time when blowing you off is a good thing. <laughs> oh. They say that oh, word Eric. a lot in, in Deadwood. Really? Because a that's like just what comma. they would have said. Yeah. In the, 
1840s. Yes, a very yes, popular, very popular term in the 1840s. I don't know. It's it's a good yeah, show, but it's foul. That could work actually. Considering the next was that a pun, Josh? <laughs> Cocksucker, foul. <laughs> yeah, oh, Ian golly. <laughs> you said it. Don't golly no, us. Just, I'm, never mind. I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> God. And then Josh, Retreats off Stop the field. Sticking around and get back onto the game. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> and, oh. So we have yeah. our cover? Okay. Yeah, it's basically a team of antique dealers. Okay. So, yeah, so. So, yeah, so. Gotta get some antiques. Ah, <laughs> this actually might work. So, anywho. I, knew who I specialize care. in Ming vases. Vases. <laughs> <laughs> so all I, I'm from Jersey, Philadelphia, vase. Vases. <laughs> <laughs> See? We and say vase. <laughs> not anymore. You're going to blow our cover. Snuff boxes. <laughs> Matchbox cars. One or two days after the uh, Team Fremont has left and you've been bouncing around watching the different blogs. Actually, they run a blog. The Bureau of Filters can pretty much spot fakes, but every so often they'll get a real one posted and they'll try to contact and so forth. And the filters come up with a post that looks fairly real. It comes up saying, can anyone help us? Something unusual is happening in our house and we really need help. We really can't stand it anymore. And we really need, and then it sort of stops. And like they, they did posting so far and then it's dropped. And the Bureau of Filters say, that's a high precedence for being real. Versus, hey, let me tell you something you won't believe, which is usually fake. Ah. Are they so, able to trace it back and get us an address or any oh, contact yeah. information? Oh, hell yeah. Back to that IP. Yeah, it's built into the forums. The IP tracks back. You have to register your email address, so you actually could reply. I'm kind of surprised by their uh, stance on that being what makes it real, because even though they ended in mid-sentence, they had enough forethought to send the actual post. Must hit submit button. Yeah, yeah exactly. With my dying breath. Arg. No. <laughs> yeah. Type out arg. Maybe he was dictating. <laughs> Type out arg. Yes. A r g h h h h h. It sort of peers off, you know, just looking for help. I'm Someone, just giving you a hard time. It's, I know. I'm, I've been propping off the top of my head, too. Because <laughs> it's been so. But can I send him an email? Sure. What are you going to send him? You know what? If time is of the essence, why bother sending an email? Let's just go there. That's why I say. Yep. I'm with you. Let's I've go. got an iPad. I can send it while we're on the send, Yeah, That's right. There you go. Yeah, you, you have the, the iPad here for centuries, sir. I'm so not used yes. to that. I've just started to have that ability with my iPhone, and I keep well, forgetting. They're on Comcast, so you got their IP, so you know where their IP address is, and you have a good idea within a block or so where their address is. Unfortunately, it's coming, the IP address is coming from the main repeater in their area, not from their actual house. Oh, okay. And I think the question we email them is, where are you? That terse, or are you going to be a little more... Uh... <laughs> dear, Help is on the dear way. intrepid... Uh... Team X-Ray is on the way. <laughs> where? Letter R, letter U. Oh, no. <laughs> X-Ray Antiques. <laughs> X-Ray Antiques. Because yeah. when you get in trouble and you don't know what to do... Give a little whistle. We'll come right to you. We're the X-ray, the X-ray antiques. antiques. <laughs> 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 I'm 
Gak will travel. No way. <laughs> well, while you're circling the block, looking around, there's a bunch of little brownstones. It's up in the Beacon Hill neighborhood of Seattle. Email comes back and says, who are you? It's signed, uh, Mary. We're professionals. And we're on our own now, right? Seth is gone. Yeah, yeah you're by yourself. Yeah. We're big boys now. We're on a mission from God. It's me. <laughs> we are on a mission we, uh, from God. Okay, we're supposed to keep this on the down low secret, right? Yes. Okay, so uh, we're on a mission from God. We can't be chasing monsters through the downtown major streets. Well, normally, no. Yeah. No riding T Rexes through downtown Chicago. Gotcha. Did you give us a cloak of invisibility yet? No. Put that on the want list. We just have to requisition a neuralizer from Bureau 13, and then there we're we go. Good to go. <laughs> a what? <laughs> Neuralizer. <laughs> oh, uh, what? thing. They had, they had these pills you can take, and one chance in a hundred you die. Oh. Well, no, they're not going to take a pill. It's got to be something they don't have any control over, so we can ambush no, wait, them those with are, it. Those uh, are pretty good odds. Then you have a ten percent chance of having your brain wiped. Don't worry, we'll come up with a cover story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weather balloon. <laughs> <laughs> the, the classics never die. That's why anyway. they're classics, man. That's Hollywood right. film shoot. Didn't everybody get the memo? It's a Hollywood film shoot out here today. God, that's what we should be. We should be a film crew. We can have little headsets. No, we already, picked we already got the decals on the crew. side of the van. <laughs> Where were you five, ten, ten minutes ago? I'm slow on the uptake. <laughs> Documentary <sighs> film crew is a pretty interesting cover, yes. though. Yeah, Especially, damn it. Yeah, you can set <laughs> up and block off an area and be officious and tell people, go around, please, we're shooting in five minutes. That way we can totally come in like, oh, we hear you have a poltergeist. Well, what do we hear? <laughs> yeah, we have a reality show. We, we <laughs> What's do. that? You hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, actually, that's I mean, a great cover. And you that's a great cover. Equipment, and here we're going to, you know, measure the vibrations. <laughs> well, let me get my EM detector. Ooh. <laughs> well, exactly. If you want to go that way, that way the, the Bureau highly recommends bringing real equipment and filming it for real. So oh, hell sure. yes. No problem. Got that's the way to do it. it. I got then the you camera. Can, <laughs> then you can edit it down and remove all the good stuff. And right. leave in the stuff that makes it look like you're a bunch of jerks. Oh, look, floating orbs. Suspects <laughs> <laughs> out of focus, yeah. <laughs> you know, most people don't realize that the effects are usually put in after the action's been filmed, so we have a cover for chasing the T-Rex through the streets of the city. And you've got to have the backpack with the Yeti feet that you can strap on to leave Yeti footprints. <laughs> yeah, that'll work, yeah. That would great. Then you, you guys can get- and you can you can block off the area. You can have fake earpieces, like you're talking to each other on headset, you know. Yeah. And everybody so, will stop for a film crew. So it's it's not yeah. You guys could easily be like uh, either the, the the advanced team or the or the I don't know. I I, I want to use a name that hasn't been used yet. Uh, the you know the, oh actually Team X Ray. Yeah, I was just say we could still use Team, team X Ray. Ghost hunters. Yeah. You know not ghost that hunters. other crappy ghost well, hunting. Sh- you know which one we're talking about. Ghost searchers. <laughs> that ghost show about the ghost hunters. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> Call it inspectors. Team X Ray, ghost inspectors. <laughs> what do you think? Should we change it? We could. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Change it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. So now make sure we're always wearing our dark spectacles. We're from the. Eh. Oh, oh. We're from I'm the producer. 
from Team X-Ray, the reality series, we're interested in your supernatural encounter. With supernatural in quotes. Do you get, Can you do make you get, tacky t-shirts and everything? You know, be obvious in a in obvious you, you, way. You got time. Yeah, yeah, I would say you got time to make tacky t-shirts and so forth. Yeah. <laughs> in all there's a, t- there's a silk screener <laughs> off in one corner. Of course, there <laughs> of course there is. So we did all that before now, so we can get yeah. on with this. Reality I'm not wearing a tacky T-shirt. You're the producer. You have to look exactly. nice. Oh, I can yep. see it now. It's the face of the guy, the stereotypical face of the, of the kid with his mouth wide open wearing the X-ray T-shirts. But instead of a, a naked woman, it's a ghost floating Ooh. in the air. Yes, there yes, it go. should be. <laughs> a naked ghost. Ooh. A ghost of a naked woman. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, uh, I don't think my ethics is going to allow me to have ghosts with naked hair. You can oh, have You're a producer. You've ditched your ethics long ago. <laughs> he's a Knights oh. Templar. He's got a code oh, to that's true. Well, So I he's have... the producer oh. who's going to pretend to be oh. the on-camera on guy. He's got to protect pilgrims on the way to the Holy Land. Or yes. or Seattle. Oh, he or he? Yeah, you could be the talent. You could be the talent. Can we call ourselves Ghostbusters? No, no I think that's taken. Damn. Twice. Twice. Oh, <laughs> Larry Storch on the phone. He's not going to be happy. Ghost bouncers. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Anyhow, so we're a reality TV crew, documentary yes. crew. I, I take you give them. I got a cell number they can call. Spook snatchers. Ah. <laughs> no, that was. That was used uh, Mickey Mouse or um, that was you Disney or Warner Brothers. How about Ghost to Coast? Oh God! <laughs> Sorry, I liked it, Pat. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm just saying Andy it caught me off guard. There's a new sitcom coming out about a family who has two twin daughters who are ghosts, and uh, it's called The Transparents. Hmm. All right, let's. I really like Patrick's. Yeah, <laughs> it's you. It's a show about it. dead children. The transparent trap. Oh. Just stop it. <laughs> let's see, where's that knife I put down? <laughs> Maybe so if I cut my ears off, it'll stop. <laughs> Ghost to Coast. Coast. Yeah, so heading out, loading up the camera. Let's head out to where it is. <laughs> and the beauty part is that it can be just like one little winky handheld camera and somebody oh. with the recording equipment. Yeah, I'll be sound guy. I just you like doing one. it because it annoys Josh. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not just Josh. Each. You get one of those HP cameras, you know. Yeah, but he's the vocal one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Actually, you, you probably got a pro-looking camera that's got duct tape on. It looks like it's been around for like twenty years. The special heat meter on it, and then yeah. oh, the best part of all, when we have time, which we don't, but when we have time, we can get those advertising the magnet things that you can just slap on the side of the van. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh no, no, you're talking the bureau. You're talking the bureau. You, you get into the van they, ha- they you use, and it has chameleon skin. You just program your design. Boop, it's on the side. Wow. Of course it does. Right. All right, then, with a little happy dancing ghost that circles around on the top. Anywho, well, great. So in that case, if we have this new cover, though the old cover was great, but this does give us an excuse to just double park, whip out some cones and some saw horses to block off the area. And most importantly, it comes with a filming permit. Nice. These groups always have the psychic, quote, quote. So, oh, that'll Checking have to for be, cold spots and everything. Whoa, I feel woo. 
No, guys, so, seriously, I, no, I was do. Gonna say, how are we going to know if it's real or if it's fake? <laughs> <laughs> I have to get like a safe word. Yeah. Uh, red, red, red. <laughs> Something. What are you going on about red for? You know that's not my favorite. Oh, anyway. oh, a, a little administrative thing. I forgot to mention, every, everyone has three bennies. I forgot oh, to mention yeah. that. Yes. Uh, bennies allow you to do three things. You can re-roll any roll. Cost one Benny. You can use Benny to be unshaken immediately, and you can use a Benny to soak damage and not basically not take damage. What was the second one? Become unshaken immediately. Become unshaken. Yes, in Savage take- Worlds, when you are hit, I'm sorry, John. Do you want to take this? No, it, it, basically, if you're hit, but 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 not enough damage to go for over your toughness, you're shaken. Okay. So, so if your toughness is five and you get hit with seven, you become shaken. Gotcha. But if you get hit a second time and you're shaken and it's another shaken result, it turns to a wound. Mm. You can also get th- shaken through uh, social attacks. Yeah, That's true, too. And if you get a raise, which means four more than your target number, you go right straight to shaken. You get shaken and wounded. Yep. Mm-hmm. Every raise does an extra wound, up yeah. to three. Yeah. All right. I'm sure you will tell me. So yep. it's re-roll yep. any roll, become unshaken immediately. And what was the last one? Soak damage. Soak up damage. Yeah. yeah. It'll make more sense when we actually... No, that's fine. I'm just yeah. writing it okay. down. Yeah. And and the bennies are only good for, for your trait rolls. If you're running damage, you can't use a benny unless you have one... Tra- there's, a, there's an edge for that. But otherwise, you just don't get it. You just All don't right. re-roll damage. Anywho. Except for Pat with his little pendant. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he gets the extra D6. Stylish. Love my lucky charm. And if we can actually get into the house, we may actually find some people to fight so we can illustrate this. Okay. So I figure you you probably gave me a cell phone number. You get a phone call from a guy. Hello? Is this the uh, Team X-Ray Ghost Hunters? Who who are you for? How would you find us? We're professionals. That's what we do. Just say, Barry, did you post something? Or yeah, and you hear a voice saying, "Yeah, I did up on the on the low tide board." Oh, okay. Uh, what do you guys want to do? What, what do you want? We're gonna investigate your paranormal activity and film it, and maybe show you on the television. <laughs> we have some waivers here for you to sign some documents. <laughs> Still on the phone. He's still on the phone, but yeah. But right now, <laughs> I forgot. I'm sorry. What am I thinking? Yeah. Um, Aren't we in front of the house? Well, he's uh, since you got him on the phone. You 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 now can triangulate, and you you know you know which house it is. Couldn't we tell before by the fact that it was glowing demon red and sparks shooting out the roof and all? <laughs> nah. Oh damn! All right. And it's got big angry um, eyebrows over the window. <laughs> he says, "Get out." <laughs> <laughs> Mary, be quiet, Mary. Uh, how, how much do you pay? Excuse uh, us. <laughs> sea of blank faces. We're putting you on TV. Yeah, yeah, but you're filming my house and my problem. Um, All right, well, we don't if your have story to. actually makes the air, if your story makes the cut, then um, it's $1,000 for your story. If okay. it airs. Plus the option for the book rights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the movie rights, of course. Of course, okay. that sounds good. He gives you He gives you. He gives you an address. 
Are you going to immediately show up and knock on his door? Or are you going to wait and give him a little grace period? Immediately knocking on the doors. We're hanging up on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> we're just that good. That's right. You know, the door opens up and you see a somewhat harried looking um, a young man. He's about in his, uh, I'd say, uh, late 20s. And behind him is a woman. She also looks a little bit frazzled, and you hear the sound of two kids, and we were playing anywhere in the house. Hello, are, are you? You're the. Uh, he looks at the t-shirt. Yeah, you are. Um, <laughs> do you guys got any uh, ID or proof? Which you do. <laughs> right here. Right here. Of course oh, we do. Look, in the psychic paper it. or whatever it is. No, you can print out forms. Oh, that's you, right. We've got the forms. You get a docu- you right. get the document designer. Yeah, you that's got right. all the necessary forms and everything. He looks at him. Oh, this looks really official. Oh, okay. Of course, it's uh, official. What did you think? We were a bunch of quacks. Here, we have yeah. some waivers for you to sign. <laughs> he, you know, we I'm are just, serious oh. investigators now. Excuse me, I need to do a psychic reading of the house. He's sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> this is my my uh, what 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 hell's well, going on? Barely feel it. Don't worry. He says, Carl, you know, which is in with the sound equipment. I'm going to check for EVPs while we're here. I have no job. I'm just here for moral support. <laughs> okay, My name just... tag says security on it. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the fridge? <laughs> I have earpiece and I start eggs. chivying them out the way. I'm very sorry, but you can't be here as part of the filming. You have to move now. Can you can you go in this other room, please? Thank you very much. <laughs> Don't you want to hear our story? <laughs> no. Yeah, we'll get to that. I'll, Later. I'll, I'll hear the story while you guys check the... Uh, Check the uh, what you check. Yeah. I'm gonna make I a actually- notice roll to see if I could uh, see if I check sense any supernatural. Check. I'm assuming I can differentiate between the supernatural. Uh, yeah. Vibes yes. I yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I would actually like to use my aura detection power. Ah. Did we have to go upstairs? Supernatural to get to the house? It's a one story. There, if you look inside the house. Choke just trying to get through the front door. <laughs> yeah, it was a brownstone built. Oh, looks like it was built back in the 30s. Okay. There's a living area. There's a short hallway that leads into a kitchen. Built on Native American burial site. Hmm? No, this is where they washed down the hills in Seattle. There's a burial site. It's out in the. It's out in the sound now. <laughs> so okay. So one person's rolling his supernatural sensitivity. And that person's trying to try to use his psychic powers. My phenomenal psychic powers. <laughs> living space. Do we get to ace a wild dice as well? Yes. Okay. Yeah, except for damage. Right, I knew that, but I didn't know. Oh, cool. Yeah. I rolled 11. Okay. Oh, what the hell is my psychic? My psychic is psionics is D10. Wow. Oh, yep. I got a plus two. Wait. Yeah, the supernatural sensitivity gives me, I believe, a plus two on notice roll. Yes. For- Yep. So 13, I'm sorry. I said 11. Yeah. And I got to look up the uh, Detectora. I got to look up what Mentalist does for me. You get a plus two versus psychic attacks. Okay. Fair enough. I looked at uh, it myself, too. <laughs> it would cost you two PowerPoints to do it. Okay. Uh, explain to me the botch rules again. Oh, if you blow the roll. You roll a one, right? Yeah. On your primary die. Right. You become shaken, and it could also cause a wound if you were already shaken. Okay. But basically, the spell still goes off, but you got right. backlash. I get I get backlash. I rolled a one on my base die and a five on the wild die. So the spell goes off. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
backlash. Carl rips his headphones off. Jesus. (laughs) Highly sensitive equipment. Yeah, foams my brain. Thank you. Christ, book, you want to give him a heart attack? Could you tone it down a bit? Christ. Sadly, Daniel, <laughs> while you were about to send something, this enormous backlash came out of the other room. I run into the other room. What the hell? <laughs> Something <laughs> hurt my ears. <laughs> Bad stuff going down, man. <laughs> Book's emoting again. <laughs> oh, Book, will you save the damn irony and just do your Stop thing? being erotic, man. I'm being sincere. I know it's hard to tell sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Book, you get a sense that there is some sort of spirit in this house. There's a spirit here, a presence. But basically, you did the equivalent of the third rail when you did that seeing. (laughs) You put yourself on the cosmic third rail. So, yeah, you get to see something, but after the bright lights and everything else, you don't know where you saw that. Uh, It's something here, and it's malevolent and powerful. Well, it didn't say malevolent. No, 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 no. I'm saying... Oh, gotcha. As, as far as I'm concerned, because <laughs> certainly I wouldn't have just done that on my own incompetence. Of course not. <laughs> so, of course, the husband and wife come in, and the kids are standing there, too. There's a backlash. What the hell? What the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> Did you get a direction on this feeling? No. No. I may have, though. I got a 13. Yeah. Wow. With yours, you definitely feel that there was a presence, but when he screamed, the presence stopped. As if it was gone? I mean, when you say it stopped, I'm not sensing it anymore, or like... Like it went away. Okay. Did I get a sense of where it was when it was there? Kitchen. Okay. Told you you should check the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Chris. I was just having Zool flashbacks. Uh, uh, Have they left the yogurt in there so long? It's like come alive or something? (laughs) I don't know. There was something in there. was something in the kitchen, but when he screamed, it seemed like what I felt went away. So, but it might be worth checking to see if there's residue. Uh, ectoplasmic residue. God damn it. That movie. This is uh, a job for security. Who you're has in the kitchen. Rubber gloves? You're I'm in the not ki- touching any of this without rubber gloves. Well, you're in the kitchen, right? Right uh, now. Head into the kitchen, yeah. Head in the kitchen. Make a notice roll. Ooh, let's see. Notice I have at six. Okay, so I roll 2d6 and take the higher one. Yeah, and it aces, which means if you roll six, you roll again, add it to the previous roll. Five. Okay, you do notice on the floor by the uh, kitchen cabinet this powdery gold dust that's just glittering. And as you sit there and try to pick them up, it just starts vaporizing and just disappearing. As, as hey, guys. Try collecting it. Hmm? Yeah. Mm. You might want to come in here. Hurry. Okay. Scamper, 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 scamper. <laughs> I point, when they walk into the kitchen, I point right where it is. Hopefully, there's still some there. There's a little bit left, yeah. Ectoplasmic residue. We need hey, to sample this. The camera. <laughs> the camera. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, is it Daniel who has the camera? We're going to podcast it, not really video feed it. I grab a cup 
or something off the kitchen sink, mm-hmm. and I scoop up some of the dust into the. Uh, it's just going away like snow in the spring. It just vanishes. I, I kneel down to it and get my face right next to it so I can look oh, at it better. Oh, for God's sake, don't <laughs> snort it, book. I'm not oh. going to snort it. God. <laughs> you're, you're blocking my cup, book. Come on. <laughs> It's would arcane lore or supernatural lore help with this to identify what it might be? This would be supernatural lore. Big old D4. Would that be like knowledge supernatural? Yeah, same difference. Yeah. Okay, I'll roll. I got a D4 on that. Yeah. Ooh. God, gosh. God damn it. I got a one. Did you botch it well, again? I botched on the regular die and aced on the on the wild die. What's the other die? I only just rolled the die four. Oh, you, you roll a d6. You always roll a d6 when you do a trait test. Okay, gotcha. Okay, I'm a little confused on the botching because I okay. do not remember. I don't remember how that. Well, not not everything botches. Sometimes oh, okay. you, or one is a one. Sometimes. So I take the higher of the two. Yes. So I got a six on the six sided. Then I roll it again. Yes. And you add it. Uh, plus five. So I got an eleven. Same here. Oh, and okay. Then that, wow. And then that one. It's right. definitely some sort of from remember from the from the classes you took. This is definitely some sort of residue from a ghost of some sort. Uh, but most of the stuff is very ephemeral. It goes away fairly quickly because it's definitely from the ethereal plane. You recognize yeah. that the same way I do. I do. Ghost so residue. You yes. should try to do that <laughs> mental thing again. You did. Maybe. Hold yeah. on. Let me stand back. Cost me two powerpoints to do that. Too. Yeah, I know. I How do you refresh those? Just an hour. Every, every hour you get, you get oh, one okay. back. Oh, then, I've got supernatural sensitivity at plus two as well. Does Ooh. that help at all? Yeah, I mean, since oh. it's natural. Yes. Well, go ahead and peel back that eyeball and see what you come no up problem. with. Hey, exercise the old pineal gland. <laughs> <laughs> my fingers to my temples. See if you can squeegee, if you can... Uh, <laughs> squeegee it open. Squeegee? squeegee it open. His third eye was squeegeed open. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> Good on ya. <laughs> yeah, it's got him. Eh, I got a five. A Russian porn star. Five. So the, it is now. <laughs> all right. So the power goes off, and I am connected to the universe. Yeah. Yes, so I am are the we God all. Mission's chosen psychic warrior. Are you saying this out loud, really? <laughs> yes, I am actually. I, I roll my eyes and <laughs> here he goes again. He just does this. And, and the couple and the couple at the, at the door just like just get this look on their face, going, "What?" I am connected to the universal hive mind. All consciousness is mine. I walk over to the couple at the door. This is business. You guys might want to wait in the other room. But it's our house. Security. We paid you a thousand dollars. Not yet. It airs. Oh yeah, if it airs. Well, give him the paper. Think of the children. That goes away. So get out. Think of the children. Do you really want them alone right now? Yeah, it's a little boy about twelve years old and a little girl about five, and they're like hanging by their legs, going, "What's going on?" As long as they don't have creepy English accents, we're okay with the kids. (laughs) The kid sort of looks up and says, "You find real ghosts? Is those real ghosts in there? Did you see her? Did you see her? You guys want to watch Platoon?" See who? <laughs> a lady. You saw a lady? The wife sort of looks up. Yeah, she's usually in the kitchen sometimes. She tries to make tea or yeah. she'll try to cook something and she just floats there. What, Did she's she ever not... hurt you or try to? Does she threaten you? 
Well, she she gets frustrated sometimes, and she'll she'll try to throw a cup at you, you know. So, but so far she hasn't thrown very far, or very hard. But yeah, she's just she's just floating there, and she's, she's like trying to communicate. Have you ever seen her in a different room? I think. Well, we I think we saw her in the living room one time. She was sitting down and talking. We can't hear her, but she was like talking and. Like she was sipping tea or something, and then she would go away. And operating a gas stove while ethereal is highly dangerous. <laughs> Show me that room. I'm gonna take the sound equipment in there, and I am gonna check for EVPs. All right. What's this? Kinea- EVP Kinea- is superstitious nonsense. Now, excuse me while I check for. <laughs> oh, it's like totally real. What's I completely this? believe in it. <laughs> So I would imagine that his sonic room includes a, a Carillion detector. So there, he, what's he, that? Carillion, you never heard it's of Carillion? Like EKG meter. Or PKE yeah. meter. Yeah. It Does just, it go he, bing? No, bing. but it tells him he's hot or cold. Bing, bing, oh, bing, 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 yeah. <laughs> Bury yeah. the needle. We're close on this one. I can feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all can, huh? We're all a little sensitive here. All right, so, so, so. I'm so, not. So, <laughs> oh, you never know, Pat. Make a notice roll. You got plus one equipment bonus on that. All right. Got to find my notice real quick. It's D8. D8. Roll a five on both. Wait, how does that work? He's clueless, and yet he's got a notice that's higher than almost anybody in the group. It works. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I'm kind of combining my clueless with my loyalty. I will believe anything you guys tell me because a friend is never going to lie to me. I <laughs> asked for a common knowledge roll. That's when he starts showing up. That, he's at minus two for those. Uh. When you wave it toward the back of the house, it sort of peaks a little bit and then drops. And it's like, but there's nothing in the room itself. It's something in the back of the house. Did my detectoras find anything? Yeah, you see an outline of, of a woman, and if you tilt your head, it's like one of those 3D things, those little 3D cards. As you tilt your head, you can see her move back and forth along a little arc. But just Where? the arc, right in front of the counter. In fact, that cup you, you tried using to uh, pick up the dust, she touched it. She's right there. Well, she was there. You're just seeing the, oh. the, 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 the residual aura of her, of her past oh. movement. Like like an after image almost. Yeah. She was right there. And right. where'd she go now, Cosmo here. Boy? <laughs> I'm gonna get a t shirt that says Cosmo Boy. You just <laughs> <laughs> take that, turn it back around on you. Is he... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> where'd she go now? Can I trace the It starts in midair and disappears in midair. There's no uh, other trace. Disappeared like she apparated. Or something. Or something. But I'm getting something toward the back of the house. That's yeah, that's, and that's, and that's where the kitchen is. JK All right. Allen. Carmela's going to march over and put the kettle on on the stove. And then she's searching <laughs> the cabinets looking for the tea tin. Polly put the kettle on. <laughs> you know what I want? I'm really dying for a nice hot cup of tea. You guys want a nice, wonderful, hot, steamy, fragrant cup of tea? What kind does she have? Not for no, me, thanks. thanks. <laughs> Take a oh, look. Like there's some lapsang sushi <clears throat> and uh, well, no, some it's, peppermint. It's, she gets some bigelow teas, and and of course, <laughs> everyone's favorite Lipton. <laughs> always a classic. Orange yeah, I like iced tea better. More of a coffee guy. Like so nobody coffee. else wants some delicious, steamy, wonderful, fragrant tea. I guess I got the bigelow. 
But actually, <laughs> you hear you hear a little voice. Lady, can can me and my dolly have tea with you? Sure. You can have tea with us, belly up to the table, right over there, and I'll bring you a cup. So there's this cute little girl walks up with her little rag doll, walks up to the table and pulls up a chair, puts up oh, puts in the little booster and sits down on it and starts waiting and puts her doll next to her, you know, and <clears throat> starts waiting. You sure this is a good idea. We don't want to send her into counseling. <laughs> <laughs> you know that kids are often really good with Company, if you know what I mean, right? Young, their minds will heal quick. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want in your tea, sweetheart? Oh, you're making real tea? Ah, I like the lemon one. Mommy lets me have it sometimes. Okay, lemon for you, and the Bigelow for oh, there's lemon tea here. You I'll want take lemon le- now? I'll take the lemon. Yeah, fine. Lemon there, tea. Yeah. I'm going to have some wonderful, mm. just just traditional black china tea. I like that one. Okay. Oh. I'm pouring out. Lucy wants the peppermint. Lucy. Oh, wait, there's peppermint? Lucy. I'll take the peppermint. <laughs> <laughs> Just as I'm about to pour, <laughs> yank out the lemon tea bag, slap it a peppermint tea bag. That's it. That's your choice. And then I pour. <laughs> and, uh, and, and who's Lucy again? It's my dolly. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a it's, it's a it's a rag doll. Make a notice roll. And my notice is D six. Yeah. Five. Hmm. It's like a fairly old rag doll. It's got the hair dump in the bun. It's got a little gingham dress on it. You know, button eyes, and just. But it doesn't look like a new doll. It looks like something that's like old. Wow, where'd you get her? Well, as soon as you ask her that, she starts looking really pensive at that point. You can see this little, you're not going to take her from me, are you? Why would I want to do such a thing? I was just curious. She doesn't doesn't look like the dolls that you see all around in the stores. She's kind of neat. She looks down and starts, I found it. Did you? Yeah, I find stuff all the time. That's really cool. Where'd you find her? Give that doll a hairy eyeball. <laughs> her dad surreptitiously poking it with a pencil. <laughs> oh, her dad says, "Found it? Where? Where? Where did you find it?" She looks even more pensive at that point, and she you mutters something. Here, why don't you go ahead and go back in the other room, and and you know we'll we'll be in in a minute. Did you find it on an Indian burial ground? <laughs> <laughs> I'm detecting aura on that doll. You don't have to roll because uh, it's still going from the original. But yeah, the doll's glowing. The doll's glowing, gang. <laughs> you got Nora. Stay uh-huh. on the owing glay all day. Now she's curling up and she's got the doll. She's just grabbed the doll and it's got in her arms. Red, red, red. All right, Cosmo <laughs> boy. <back laughs> off. So, so, uh, so you were telling me that all day. <laughs> Where'd you find her? You can tell me. I won't tell. Here, whisper it to me. She says. I found her in the wall. Really? In the wall. That's that's pink pointing. Red, red, red. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you know, that is pretty neat. Was there anything else in there? Or did you just find her? Just her? Dad was working. It was always cold in that spot in my room, and Dad took the wall down and put up new stuff, but when he was at lunch, I found I found Lucy. 
wow. Well, that's pretty cool. Obviously, you're a little explorer. That's really great. So, um, but do you mind? Hey, here's your tea. Tell you what, you take your tea. You want to? You want to give Lucy a swig of her tea? And uh, she sort of tips a little bit. You know, not enough to wet the doll, but yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm going to take a drink of mine. And you know, she's got a really interesting dress. That's really kind of cool fabric. Can I just see her real quick? I'll give her right back. Run. And then, then the girl sort of looks, looks up behind you. Now, for the rest of you folks standing there, a floating apparition appears in a red gingham dress and a head dump in a bun. Right no legs, no legs, but just floating in midair, upper torso, just floating there. And she's sort of smiling benevolently, and then she's heading toward the table. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do I have my back to it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, what the rest of you do? I don't know if this will help, but I'm taking my long sword out. Very <laughs> go for a subtlety here. At uh, <laughs> I'm going to warn Car- Carmela behind you. Yeah. Yeah, you can uh, warn her. <laughs> but in a in a, such a subtle way that I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, hey, little girl! I think I hear the ice cream truck coming down the road. You should go out, out there and and go get some ice cream. I give her like a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> the first thing I grab out of the wallet. <laughs> hey, do they got nutty buddies? I'd love a nutty buddy. <laughs> she sort of gives you. Uh, I always like. She doesn't even want to take this. She's like, she's ding, got Luke the doll. I don't hear it. You can't take Lucy. I'll be right here when you come back. You should get ice cream for her, too. Ooh, I bet Lucy'd like a nutty buddy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hurry before it gets gone. And I hit the little ringtone on my iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) Carl goes, ice cream, all right. (laughs) 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 And that's when the apparition turns and looks at you, Josh. And this gives you the stare, like, how dare you? What do you want, spirit? Is it, did, did the kid go? No, she's sitting there, like, just got the doll clutched in her hands, and she's staring wide-eyed at the, the ghost. kids these days don't fall for the money bribe. Good <laughs> I God. snatched the hundred back out of her hand. <laughs> no, she, never, she, never, she never took it. She never took uh-huh. it. <laughs> Stuff in back pocket. Yeah. What do you want, oh, spirit? You know that one scene in a certain movie starring Harold Ramis, Bill Murray, and you uh, and yeah, uh, you know, no, the other one they made, the other one they made, you know, something with busters in it, you know, and they're, they're in a library. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> she basically goes from a not bad looking woman to a horrible screaming, shrieking apparition. Richard, spite it with your god! Spite it with your god! So this is where we get to do a fright check at this point. <laughs> you can use your resilience at this point. So let me roll roll for fright damage. Um, Ooh. So she does a six-point fright. So if you you look at resilience, what's your resilience? If it's greater than your resilience... I've got six. Okay. so I got, I got six. I got five. All right, and of course, Carl's not in the room. <laughs> but you do hear two shrieks from the parents they, as, they, as they run screaming from the room, but the kids are sitting there going, Neat! 
Slow <laughs> <laughs> girl's not looking, but yeah. So at this point, who had five? Oh, wait a Josh. second. What's, what's Horror Junkie do? Horror Junkie gives you a plus one to your resilience. Oh, then I have a six. You bastard. Now I'm the lead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it, it, it wouldn't have faced Carl. Carl's got eight resilience. I was going to say, Carl makes it without rolling. <laughs> Carl's too dumb to roll. <laughs> <laughs> Carl's going to come back really angry, though. I'm like, fake, seen it. <laughs> so for the one person who didn't make it, uh, you're now shaken, and you're backing out of the room. That's stirred. All right. Yeah, I'm backing out. This is real scary. Real scary. It's just like, you know, his face is opened up, and there are tendrils and crap like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. If you had, if it had rolled greater, you would actually just be run fleeing out of the house. But this is enough to just make you back up and, like, want to get the heck out of here. So we're good with the six? Yeah, you're good with a six. <laughs> is this hey, John, are we almost at a, a breaking point? Because it's after ten. Oops. Hey. Yeah. And for me, that's getting late now. Yeah, yeah. So at this point, so yeah, you've you've run into the ghost, and now it's, the main thing is trying to figure out what to do with it. So yeah, we're at a good, we're at a good breaking point. So yeah, you've you, you've encountered people with magic weapons. You go punch it and stab it. <laughs> no, do you think so? <laughs> cool. Yeah, you're pretty much at the point where you could resolve the situation and take care of it. So, yeah, I won't say like another half hour would probably okay. do it. Well, maybe, knowing us, perhaps an hour. An hour. <laughs> you know. But I'll just roll right into the next adventure then. So it would be se- more seamless. Be like a singer. <laughs> Yay! So we're coming back to this next Monday too, yep. or is it two weeks from them? I can't. I was confused. No, no, I, I can do. I can do next Monday. I was able to reschedule things. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Okay. We will try to not. <laughs> so. Babble. Yeah. I didn't talk about Terry Pritchard. Nope. Ratchet. Start. Pritchard. Don't. Ratchet. It's all the same Start. to me. Yeah. Tomato. Tomato. Let's and if you let's call the whole thing off. Well, John, thank you. Putting yeah. up with us, John, and that's great. <laughs> it's rolling along great. Sorry it took us so long. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I sort of knew what was what, what, what I was going to deal with after listening some uh, after listening to Princess Zephyr and her adventures. This is pretty much a normal night. I see how it is. This is Bafo, so hopefully, yes, we'll restrain ourselves just a little yeah. bit next week. We'll behave we'll next week. Jump I'm in glad. and, and, hey, and flatten this ghost. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I, this is where a lot of minds go, because I, I do try to do more investigative style, but yeah, when, it happen, when combat happens, it happens. <laughs> sure. Yeah. going to pull I, up the crap from this snarky ghost. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Well, you may have to find some way to put it to rest because I mean, dealing with ghosts, it's usually it's fi- figuring out what's tying it to the to this point of existence, and then trying to make that make it go to rest at that point. Grab it by its throat and beat its head against the counter until it gives. Yeah, up. but it just, the problem is it's <laughs> it's non-corporeal. You go grab it by its throat and you go right through it. Yeah, Don't and all trust me, it might yeah. work. <laughs> I mean, the best you can do is, is dissipate it for a little while, then it comes back. I mean, it's, it's a matter of that's dead already. What more can you do to it? Well, then again, I remember the the movie Frighteners, and I go, yeah. Kill it again. No. <laughs> you ever see the movie Frighteners? 
He's oh, yeah. Good movie. Time. Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. there are things you can do to the dead that, that, that they're probably worse than this being a ghost and floating around. <laughs> Banish it straight to hell. Yeah. I saw Beetlejuice too. I also know what happens. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know it doesn't work around here. Yeah. <laughs> Besides, you're alive. Says you. <laughs> you don't know that for sure. Pretty, pretty sure. It's, you, you're just guessing. You're just guessing. It seems like they have a lot of dead people working for him in the bureau, so they probably <laughs> can recognize the type. Yeah. Uh, they even have vampires they didn't recognize working. recognize your mono. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see? See? Yeah, they didn't see that, did they? That hurt like hell. Anyway, all right, yeah. you all. I'm going to scamper and go plug Heading in this out. computer because it's almost dead. Yeah. dead. Nighty happy night, St. Patrick's Day, everyone. Night, night, everybody. Oh, oh yeah. Happy St. Right. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Josh's M-Force game with the NRA or the, uh, not IRA. 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 Good God. The NRA IRA. Damn it all. I, I knew it was wrong, but the right thing wasn't coming in my mouth. One's an Irish, on. one's a terrorist group, and the other one's in Ireland. So- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, oh, hey, the, the, the opinions expressed in this show are entirely of the of the, of the originators. Partner hung up. Oops, it looks like Chris left, so okay. <laughs> so, yep, and I'm heading so, out, so good night, everyone. Happy St. Patrick's Day. See you next week. Yep. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Bat channel. Bat channel? What? Same bat channel. That's right. <laughs> like bat. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Well, there you have it. Episode 15. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. It was fun. I'm really liking Bureau 13. I think it's an interesting take on the monster slash ghost hunting genre. We're more familiar with M-Force, and the two approaches are quite different. It seems like Bureau 13 leans more on the side of cover your tracks, be clandestine, investigate whenever possible, and kill when you have to, whereas M-Force is more, hey, we're out here, monsters exist, everyone knows about them, and we're here to keep them at bay and send them back to the hell from whence they came. So, two very different approaches. None better than the other, just different, and both fun to play. Anyway, if you want more information about Bureau 13, you can go to the TriTac Games website, which is in the show notes, and check them out. So that's it for me. This is Blind Geek saying thanks for listening and reminding you that your imagination is just like a jetpack. You gotta keep it fired up, and always let it soar. (laughs) 